We have intercepted a coded Imperial transmission. We need to know what it is and how to destroy it. I saw part of the message. He w I seem to have found it. This is Star Wars Declassified, the Star Wars show where Nerdable's hosts, R.A. Rain and Chris Kohler, declassify the Star Wars universe one episode at a time. Sir, I am fluent in six million forms of communication. This signal is not used by the Alliance. It could be an Imperial code. Several transmissions were beamed to the ship by rebel spies. I want to know what happened to them. Welcome to this very special edition of Declassified. Uh, usually Chris and I will take a character plot point you know ship or something and we'll break it down and we'll give you all of our knowledge and the knowledge we're going to take a lot it. of plot points and ships and break them down <laughs> but because we are talking star wars the last jedi the film just came out before we say anything <laughs> there are going to be massive spoilers with this there's going to be but we're not we're not doing the non-spoiler review because there really isn't any point. There's Correct. no point in doing any non-spoiler reviews, period, for any movies anymore. And Just we are joined by Mikey and Ethan for this one. Um, there, There's probably going to be a lot of bickering back and forth. We're going to try to keep it structured enough where Between we're not talking you. over each other. Between you and Chris. <laughs> Between me and Chris, yes. Mainly. Uh, because we all have some different strong opinions about this film. I'll probably get a word in here and there. <laughs> um, but it should be very entertaining. So, and it will... <laughs> it should be. It should be. Um, you'll probably be, one way or the other, you'll probably be screaming at your listening device as well. Okay. So, before we start, let's just go around the table. Uh, Mikey, did you like the film, hate the film, did it indifferent? I'm a little indifferent. I have to see it again. I've only seen it once. But my initial... Uh, thought of it was eh, I like The Force Awakens better so but that's how it right. is right now I mean there's there's some cool shots it's it's pretty that's what a lot of people it's very people pretty. It's, it's pretty it's loud at points but yeah it will, lots of loud well not not at points <laughs> okay. obviously it's going to be loud at points but the but, so, but it's okay Chris what did you did you like it love it hate it indifferent I liked it as a movie and I liked it a lot in terms of the mythology of Star Wars as a whole. Okay. I don't love the film. Okay. And that's... I, I'll defend the film because I liked it. And I do like what they did. But it definitely... The reaction I had to Rogue One is very different. But it's a very, oh, yeah. very different film. Yes. Uh, so I'm not out there going, I love this film. It's the best one. It's by far the best. I've seen some of that. Yeah. I don't feel, I don't feel that way. I don't feel that strongly. But I think it's a solid entry. Yeah. It's a very interesting entry. And I I like a lot of the themes. Maybe not maybe I like some of the themes and some of the things that they're doing in it more so than I like the film itself. Okay. And some of that might be because is I don't think we talked about it on the air when I, I talked about the, the theory of what's kind of informed these films. Yes. Of that we, generation of generation. Of, we kind of have and I don't remember if we did it on the air, but watching I, I this film, I'm going, oh, crap. I'm smarter than I thought. <laughs> yeah, I, I, well... We'll get into it more, we'll but it's just it, kind of fun. But, but that's part of... I, I will know, admit I some kinda, of the bias might be the fact that I think as I'm watching I it going... I about it on a declassified one time. I think we did it when we talked about the... It wasn't that long ago because I, 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 it all comes from that Facebook group and I had that big right. quote. It was only a couple of weeks ago that it was. So we may no, not we have done talked, it on we air. We talked about this a long time uh, 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 
months ago before. I think we talked Maybe. about it when we did the Rogue know. One. I really put the, the into words of what I'm thinking with this right thing in terms no, of. No, I, I, I know where you are. I'm, Mikey and Ethan are kind of looking like, well, wait, but I'm not sure. We'll, we'll get yeah, into well, that. Then, I want to say that Ethan, what do you think? Like it, love it, hate it, just take it or leave it. I'm no longer a Star Wars fan. Wow, that's no. strong. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's strong. I'm kidding. He's not the only but one. If that was really true, a Star Wars fan in the first place. Well, this movie I like did that not one help. Movie, no, then. no. Um, I, I think I'm kind of on the same boat as you know what I discussed with you, Rich, earlier. Is it's just I like the film, but it didn't do anything for me, and I think because you know I enjoy the Star Wars rebirth, <laughs> if you want to say, with the whole Force Awakens and all that. You know, rejuvenated uh so i'm really interested in your in in further discussing your opinion because you're not as steeped into the mythology mm-hmm. of it right and so the changes advancements uh, uh retreats whatever we want to call it of the things that they change and we'll get into a lot of it mm-hmm. not necessarily change but whatever things that they've done would be interesting to hear from someone who's a little newer to it than has been you know with rich and i steeped into the mythology of it and, and what i mean by mythology is really looking at those films and deconstructing mm-hmm. them, looking at all the eu that's what's been thrown out and what's coming now and discussing it as a whole of what this galaxy with these governments these characters this mystic force the other pieces that may make up the force what that all means is very different to him him and me than right. it would be to someone like you right right so as we as we develop into it, that's kind of my questions would all be that sort of thing. It's like how, you know, how how were you when these when mm-hmm. X happens, when Y happens? As someone who maybe didn't watch every Clone Wars episode, maybe didn't read all the stuff where, where you know, I'm not saying that's that's a requirement either. Yeah. Um, doesn't read the comic books. Doesn't really read the yeah, novels. Didn't read the yeah. novels. Didn't didn't read. Force doesn't die. Didn't read Force Unleashed and and the the. Jedi Academy trilogies that right. had mm. gigantic force powers. Oh yeah. Um, Rich I hated will, it. So no, before, no, 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 no. Before you even start, I'm going to tell you right now. After your first viewing, you hated it. You're not going to admit it, but you hated it. It's not hate. Oh yes, no, it is. It's not. It's not hate. It's, it's hate. You sent me messages that I've sent to people about films that are stupid that I hate like crazy. You were so derisive. I was, you were so sarcastic. You were so angry. Angry is a good word. Angry is a good word. Disappointed. Anger leads to hate. Okay. (laughs) No, I'll go with disappointment. No, no, no. But what I'm I'm saying, I'm gonna stop. I'm just gonna stop. You're not gonna say it. I'm gonna tell you. Yesterday, you hated that film. I was so disappointed when I walked out of the film and angry at certain parts of it that. And it's going to sound like a Star Wars fan, like your typical Star Wars fan. I, <laughs> I told you, I was like, now you're a Star Wars fan. <laughs> I, I felt betrayed almost. They changed it up on me. No, I mean, it, it, but it, there's certain characters within the Star Wars universe that we hold, and you know this, Chris, that mm-hmm. we hold so dear to our hearts that when Church there's parts of them that get changed or things that we don't agree with of how... That character should be. Everybody it has that. It yeah. hurts so bad that I. I mean, I was very angry. You're I, talking about. I Luke. was. You're talking about. I'm Luke. talking about Luke. Okay, but I'm going to stop you there because this thing that I didn't. We got but to, I didn't hate it. I because you hated it. No, you may not hate it now. Close, you hated. Close to you hate it. it. 
but, but you know, I, no, I, and I am the only one here so far that's seen it twice. I can't say that. Great, but you still hate it. <laughs> I, I, I didn't say you hated it. You I hated think he it just wanted to point that out that you, he's you, the uber nerd and he saw it, it no, twice. No, no, I don't mean that. I don't mean that like that because as I was saying that honestly, I, if it wasn't for the fact, it, we're gonna digress into actually getting into it. I was supposed. To, I went to see it yesterday. I was supposed to see it with my girlfriend, and she is massively sick, and she didn't go. Right. And in our conversation beforehand. Or she's like, I'll go see it later. I said, don't you dare go see it alone. I'm going with you. I want to see it with you the first time you see it. When I walked out at 3 o'clock, I turned around and looked at the times on the on the marquee. And I almost walked back in. But I knew that if I saw it twice before she saw it once, <laughs> I, I would have to return a whole bunch of Christmas presents. See, I so, did that with episode one. Because I was, when I walked out of episode one, I was like, what did I just see? You saw Jar Jar Binks. And I was like, and I had, and I had to turn around. You and saw a film that in. has some of the best sequences in the whole universe and the worst storyline in the whole universe, yeah. or or what have you. So I am saying I am desperate to see it again because I'm massively interested in re-exploring all the stuff that I really like. I want to get to the thing with Luke Skywalker how, because wait, Mike, let okay. me ask: How many times when Force Awakens came out did you see it between Thursday and Saturday? Just twice? Twice, but I saw it again on Sunday. So I saw it three times okay, that weekend. Okay, so three times that weekend. But you saw it with Beth and Arabella. Then I went back by and myself. You alone. And then and you then went with Beth Ethan? and Arabella, and I went and saw it in IMAX. Okay. So this time, and you saw it on Thursday head. night. as many times as I saw Guardians <laughs> in the first 24 hours. You saw it on Thursday, and then, and then you didn't see it until today with Ethan. Correct. Are you planning to see it tomorrow again, or no? Or are you going to wait? Arabella fell asleep because we went so late. Oh. She. What time did you guys go? We went at nine fifteen. I wow. could totally see Arabella not liking that film. Arabella begged mommy yeah. and daddy to stop talking about the film because she wanted to see it. So if Arabella says to me tomorrow, "Daddy, take me to see it," I will take her to see it. Yeah. But I couldn't even see myself see it three times in three days. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be very hard. Because it's long. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's like I like when I was the Ethan, I had to get go to the bathroom. You're like I did. I did it the first one. It took me. I I knew what part I I wanted to go to the bathroom Mm. because you know I'd already seen it. But also, like to give it credit for a long movie, the pacing is kind of well done. There's so much going on. Yeah, so it it didn't feel to unpack in that. It didn't feel like a long movie. Yeah, it it felt fine in terms of that. The first time you watch it, the second time you watch it, it does get kind of long. The first time I was like, I knew it was long, but I didn't say it was in a bad way. It's just there's a lot of Star Wars in it. Now, before I get into the, anything Good bad, thing is the Star Wars movie. I have to say, there were some things. It was very pretty, first of all. It, I, I enjoyed it. Um, there were some things that I really liked about it. And was Pork. Not the pork. Porks are awesome. But, porks were pretty cool. I love porks. But there are so many things that I have a problem with. And we'll get into that. Um, you unnecessarily have a problem with it. Could be nitpicking on some of it. <laughs> some of it, because there are things. There are sometimes where. Well, here's, here's the thing. Wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop for one second. Wait. Stop for one second. Because I'm going to tell you exactly what I tell myself every time. I understand you nitpicking it because you didn't like it. I did the right. same thing with Iron Man three. If you don't like it, you'll nitpick it. Right. Well, that's, what like it, say. It, yeah. that's what I was just going to say. That's what I was going to say. I'll forgive it because as a whole, I really enjoyed it. See, like Guardians of the Galaxy, I forgive. The dancing at the end. Ugh. Which you shouldn't. I but. Know. But, I, but I enjoy that movie so much. That I might be my that. favorite 
Nerdables moment in history where you turn to him thinking he was going to be an ally, and he literally says, "No, it ruins the whole film." Yeah, <laughs> but this the film, look on your face when he said that was like, "Oh crap!" This film, there are there are things that I should probably forgive, but because it's the attitude. What what I've found in the people that I've, and most of the people I know have at least enjoyed it. Yeah, there are some people that really love it. Some old Star Wars fan mm-hmm. I know that really love it. There's some old school Star Wars fans I know that don't like it. I understand not liking it. What I'm feeling from armchair psychologists is people that don't like it are ones who really have a problem with Star Wars moving forward. Mm. Because it's going to be... You have seven films already of saga films. Right. It's got to move forward somewhere. Yeah. No, but where, I, where, I, can, I can see that with some of the people I've talked to. <clears throat> oh, yeah. It's, it's huge. There, I, I don't want to name Even some of the like things... That, but there no, are no. some people I but know But some that... of the things that you and I said before we started recording, when I first walked in, that's yeah. what I'm accusing you of, is you have... You. There's a limited view of what can happen. Right. There are rules. One of the reasons that I actually didn't like the Dear JJ film, people that we interviewed... What I didn't like about it is where they said there are Star Wars rules. Yes. No, there's not. It's a galaxy. Right. Even with a character, and this is what I wanted to get into with Luke. Even with a character, you have to give it time. Luke can't be the same character in every film. When we got to the end of TFA. Yes. And I said, there better be a pretty damn good reason that he ran out on his sister to leave Leia to fight the First Order. As he runs away. Because if he's a coward, I'm going to be ticked. Right. He's not a coward. He's afraid. Yeah. There's a difference. To me, there's Did a difference. Did you finish The Legend of Luke Skywalker? No. Wait, how far are you in it? I'm in the middle of the fishing one. He just showed up in the... Okay. The fishing one plays a lot into where Luke's mindset is in, yeah. the, in, in the Last Jedi. Matter of fact, you even get a moment from, literally, from the book okay. in there. So, that's why I think my that fear, is very similar, if not the My same fear, that's an interesting idea. My fear after TFA was, whatever reason they're going to give me mm-hmm. is going to taint my view of Skywalker. Going through Last Jedi, I said, you know what? With how many years between Jedi, <laughs> Jedi and Jedi... That there is, I see where Luke would become the person that he is. No, I do. And he's, he's not a good, he's not a great person. He's not what we thought he was going to be. And in the end, I loved that. No, no, I, I have no problem with that. Because his journey within the film is, is a reflection of his journey in the first three films. Yes. Again. Um, and this is why, one reason why I was so glad I read The Legend of Luke Skywalker first. Because... <clears throat> The legend became more than what the man was. Yeah, and he's upset at who he is. Yes, and what he's be- what he's become in terms of what the galaxy expects him to be. Yes, um, and that that part I, I loved. I, I there was a lot of the Luke stuff I loved, absolutely loved. I thought it was spot on. Um, his, his the the. How cynical he is, you know, especially like with throwing the lightsaber when Late Ray hands it to him. Uh, I, I I got that. I understood that. I figured that was going to be what he was going to do with it anyway. That scene set that whole film. <laughs> yes. Because you get through all of this and you've been waiting two years for him to take the lightsaber from her hands. Right. And we've built up to this moment 
tosses it. And that, to me, when I chuckled at that, I knew this is something different. Right. And not just because it's humorous, but because that's exactly what Ryan Johnson did. Ryan Johnson said, I'm taking it away. And, and not everything. Well, not everything. the idea but, of... Well, the whole thing. I don't... Let the this isn't, yeah. yeah. That's the theme of the whole thing. Yeah. Is yeah. this, let the past die, kill it if you have to. Right. And some people are really, really scared of that line. And there are people that are willing to accept that that's probably where we're going to go. Do you do we want to do this as going from beginning to end, or are we going to skip around with character to whatever? I think it's a general sort of thing because my my feelings of the film as a whole isn't necessarily the pieces that are in it because I liked the pieces. There's fun things that are in it, you know. The, the, Some characters like I said, are the way they throw, more humorous. Than the they stuff that than... stuff that I liked, stuff that was like really sit there. There's there's four big moments. The Devastator shows up. Oh, God. We have another super Star Destroyer. Oh, that big... Dreadnought? Yeah, the Dreadnought. Sorry, that was the Devastator. Awesome. The Dreadnought. It's great. Yeah. And then they blow Looks it to gorgeous. hell in five yeah. minutes. And I was like, that's awesome. Because this almost seemed easy. Yes, they blow up all the bombers and everything. It sets it to the Did thing. Did the bombers seem like they moved really slow? Though? Yes. Right. Everything in it and was really slow. all in a line. Yeah. So they, 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 they were too close in they, they learned way too much from the Revolutionary War, and they fight like the British. Right, They're exactly. But I love the fact that they they give you this big, huge thing, this thing we've been waiting for, and they've shown you pictures of it, and it's ginormous. Got a great her- her- and it her- her- heroine. But, but the, the thing with it, it's not even that. It's when they blow it up, it's like, okay, the hell with this. Right. Luke throwing the lightsaber away. Great. And then the two other pieces that I absolutely loved. Snoke is nobody. Ray's parents are nobody. So we, so we think. So we think. So we think. But that's the, you have to go with the information that's given to you so no. far, and the information that's given to you is Ray yeah. is nobody. I love that. Whether it's just something even put in there as crap. He, she is Skywalker's daughter, and everybody got it right, and we want to throw them off the scent again, and that's why we threw it in there. Or that's really what it is See, because think... it because it speaks to a lot of the theme of the film in terms of what these two characters' right. destinies should have been and what they become in this film. Right. Because no. Ben's destiny is very different than who he is. See, I wonder, though, if they changed her lineage after there has been All so the many... fan speculation? Oh, yes. Because here's the thing. Remember, Maz says... The, you know, the the Skywalker lightsaber called to her. You know, it, it called to her where it didn't call to anyone else. But that could also be her, who she is in the Force. But she's and also, we, see, she also knows, she knew of the island. She knew, of, you know, she had again, dreams of all these things. all could be things based off of the Force. I knew she wasn't Kenobi's. That's obvious. I mean, if you look at just the timeline of when he or dies. Or Kenobi's granddaughter right. or whatever. That's all, you know. And Snoke... The hugest fear I had was that she was going to be the Emperor's granddaughter and her mother was going to be Mara as a concubine of the Emperor. Right. That they would have put something like that, <laughs> oh, that in was, there. That's a, such a... That's what I mean. I, mean, I, like, I never oh. heard of that theory. That, I'd seen it once, but that was my yeah. fear. And so as I'm watching it, and he says, I know, you know, he says, I know who your parents are. I'm like, yeah. oh God. But, and he's like, the Snoke parents, thing never really... I, I never cared who Snoke was. Because, or if he was anybody. And, and, and I want to point this out. It, the, the group that I'm in on Facebook, the private group with it, one of the guys on there was talking about the fact that he didn't like Snoke because we knew who the Emperor was and we never knew who Snoke was. And someone pointed out rightly, when you watch 5 and 6, you don't know who he is. Correct. He's presented by Lucas, by the films, as the Emperor. Mm-hmm. Snoke is nothing more than the Supreme Leader and Kylo's teacher. Yeah. Right. That's, true. That's it. We 
you didn't even know until he moves Ray that he could use the Force. Matter of fact, he's never referred to as a Sith. Yeah, he did. Because yeah, he, he, he hit Kylo Ren. Or, he hits Kylo with the lightning. Yeah, the Force lightning. The very first no, no, meeting I'm, there. I'm, that's in the, fir- in the first movie. In the first film, you don't oh. know. No, oh, yeah, okay, no, yes, that, the lightning. I'm yes, yes, no, okay. I'm sorry. This no, you're right in terms of the first. That's the first Force thing that you see in from him. In, in this, this movie. Yeah, is the, is the lightning. I forgot about that point. Yes. Or no, you see Hux. He turns Hux around. He, he, oh, that's, yeah, yeah. That's he, the first yeah. part. With, with, on, so again, but yeah. he's presented as is. Right. And then he's presented as no. many pieces. So, yes. <laughs> Which, here's the thing, though. If you're going to talk about Stoke real quick, um, I don't know if I want to talk about it now. I had problems with that scene, with what happens to Snoke. Why? Because, I mean, I know he's sitting there having, you know, telling him, he's, he's giving the commentary of what Kylo is about to do, mm. and literally doing at the same time to him. Yeah. But, if Snoke was as powerful as Snoke was, he should have sensed the lightsaber turning. Yeah. I'll tell you the exact counterpoint to that. Yoda stands in front of the Emperor for years. Has no idea who he is. Yoda knows. We know that Yoda knows. Yoda had no idea that Palpatine was was going to be the Emperor. See, that's the thing about the That's the thing about the prequels. I mean, you get to the end of the Clone Wars cartoon, you realize Yoda knows way more than he lets on, and he knows that no matter what he does, this has to happen. Destiny has to play itself out. Well, then out. give it to Mace. Use any, any, anybody in the council. That entire council has stood in front of Palpatine for years, and Palpatine was able to mask his But that goes power. right to what Luke tells Rey, why the Jedi need to end. Right. Because, you know, and I thought that, that I, I, like I said, I thought that whole played out, that whole thing played out. Luke's decision to go to the <laughs> island for the Jedi to end, made sense. Fit yeah. right into whatever Karen Travis has written about it. It fit in right in. It fit into what this whole thing... What I've been talking about in this is, in the end, Yoda fails. Yes. In the end, Luke fails. Mm-hmm. And they both react the same way. They They're run exile. away. Yeah. Right. They exile themselves, waiting for something to happen. In Luke's case, he hopes it doesn't happen. Well, Yoda exiles himself out of necessity. But he still ex- he could have stayed in the fight. Sure. He could have joined the rebellion. He never does. Right. Kanan did. He's a Jedi. Kenobi eventually does, once he's just sitting on a planet for a bunch of years. And like, right. Okay, now it's time to go. Um, Leia's pushed into the fight. Mm-hmm. You know, so... She, you know, obviously, she doesn't know she has Force powers or whatever. Um... We'll get to that in a little while. Yeah. Uh, so, the idea with all of this, and the the Yoda scene, is the scene that everyone seems to have either a really big problem with or really likes. Really? Yeah. I haven't heard the problem with. I enjoyed the problem that scene. with is because I liked it too. Yeah. Wait, I know, I know we're kind of. I mean, I know we're jumping all the way around. Well, we're talking about this, so sort much. of the, this again. That well, I mean, right now we're going with the force. Yeah. So there, his what he's talking about. Early on, Luke says he's the last of the Jedi religion. Right. And the religion, I think, is very important, is used as a word. Yes. He's trying to keep alive. These texts, these sacred texts that are in this we'll temple, get to that later church, too. peace, whatever. He's fallen into the same trap that the Jedi Order falls into in the waning years of the Republic. 
the dogma, the rhetoric, the rules. Right. They take a nine-year-old kid who is supposedly Jesus, sacred birth of the midichlorians made and whatever BS that Lucas wanted to come up with. Their rules are, it's got to be a baby. Their rules are, it's got to be a master. Their rules are the kids are teach by Yoda first, at least, whatever. Right. None of that happens with Anakin. They take a nine-year-old kid who, who exhibits powers that they haven't seen before, or at least at the level, and they give him to somebody who just passed his trials, even though he didn't really pass his trials. Well, he didn't actually take Kenobi. the trials. Hold on, Yoda... let, me, let me finish. Let me get through the whole thing. Okay, sure. They don't know what to do because they're not following the rules. Uh-huh. Mace, Yoda... Uh, Stasa Lee, Kiyatamundi, Plo Kloon. Even Qui-Gon. Yaddle. And, and anyone on that council. How is the future of the prophecy not given... They're giving them... Now, in the case of Lucasfilm, or Lucas, he probably did it because that's what creatively he wanted to do. We wanted to keep Kenobi as an important character. Right. Now, as creators are looking at these films 10 years later, they're great pieces that you can pull out and talk about how the Jedi Order fails. Yes. Because they fail Anakin. They completely fail Anakin uh-huh. on every single level. They fail again and, and I again think that and Lucas, again. Lucas kind of wanted that. No, in Lucas there. because Lucas doesn't like Lucas doesn't like rules and all that type of stuff. There's a great essay and yes. uh, it was like essays from a galaxy far, far away. Where someone basically says that Lucas is one of these you know free spirit childs. There's a reason why the Empire is industrialist and the Ewoks can beat them. The little yes. the little crazy people. There's a reason why Lucas took yeah. Anyway, let me finish the thing. Okay, let me finish this whole thing. Everything fails in that. Luke comes in, he saves the galaxy. What does he do? He's going to start a new Jedi Order. And there are rules. And there's a temple. And there's all these pieces. And guess what? It fails. Oh. And he fails. He fails Ben. He has a moment of weakness. He ignites the saber. Sure, he turns it off. I had a problem with that. You should. So did Luke. Yeah. It's too late. Ben, who's probably already been influenced or whatever, he sees the darkness inside of him. And... It's, he doesn't do what he probably should have, which is talk to Ben. I see the darkness inside you. Right. What's gonna? What are we doing about this? What's gonna? Why do you feel? He didn't none give of that. Chance he decides. To I'm gonna. I'm gonna light the saber. What the, what the f am I doing? Ben sees him. Ben turns. I believed Ben's turns a hell of a lot more than I believed Anakin's. Oh, I do too. I, I so agree. he fails, and then when Yoda shows up, he says, "Of course you failed. We're all gonna fail." Yeah. It's what you do after the failure. And mm-hmm. this is the run. I'm going to go burn it down. Yes. No, wait, I'm not going to burn it down. And Yoda says, no, we're going to burn it down. You know why? Because it didn't work. Right. It's wrong every single time. So why do we keep doing it? So now. So you keep doing the same thing. You keep doing the same, the yeah, same or, sort of things. Or repeating your. And this is what I was talking about in that, that rant that I had on the same Facebook page that I talked to you about is this idea that the generation ahead of you screwed everything up. Yes. It's here. It's here with Kylo and it's here with Ray. Both of these characters, and it's here with us. <laughs> both of these characters—that's what I'm talking about. It's a realist. It, it's realist. It's it's this reflection of what this generation seems to feel, what they're expressing. Right. You screwed up the job market. You screwed up the housing market. You're a racist. You're sexist. You're terrible people. We're better than you because we love each other and we're good and we like us. Whether it's true or not, there's that sense that we we're seem special. to see that we're special. <laughs> and we can be special whether we're the son of the head of the rebellion and the best smuggler that's ever been there and the nephew of the greatest Jedi 
or I'm dropped off on a desert planet by two people who want to go get drunk because they sold me. One or the other doesn't matter. What matters is who they are now and the way that they continue to, to yes. move. They've thrown off their destinies. Killing Snoke very early is throwing off his... You're watching it going, oh, this is going to be Vader again. It's going to take him another two film and a half to figure this out. Nope. I'm going to kill him right now. And they get together and you're like, oh, this is... Wait, what's going... Where is this going to go? And then he turns and he just he becomes, he becomes Vader again. Makes the same mistake that Vader did. Join me. Let's do this. Let's rule the galaxy but again. he actually defeats the Emperor type yeah, deal. and that's what I mean. Like, at yeah. that point, he's well, already he becomes, done what Vader yeah, was supposed he, to do. You, it's this, the ring theory and all this other stuff. He does exactly what Vader does, and he gets the same damn response because he fails again. Instead of giving in to the light that may still be inside of him, he decides, no, 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 I'm better than this. i got to rule the galaxy with you. And she says, no, yeah. I'm done with this. And then he gets worse, she gets better, and they keep moving forward. Well, as and, they and said, as the darkness rises, the whole the piece, light rises. Yeah. And I'm... I loved it. I just the, the themes in it are so different than what we would see in a Star Wars. The hero's journey here is much different, especially for someone like Rey, who enters something differently. You know, everyone's like, oh, she's not Luke. She didn't train. Okay. So they're all superpowered beings, for Christ's sakes. It's a superhero film for yeah. at this point. Yeah. So really, so she's, so she's special. So's Anakin. Anakin's nine years old. He's doing something that no human's ever been able to do in a pod race. And nobody has a problem with that, but someone has a problem with Rey... Being able to use a lightsaber instantaneously. Well, Luke gets into a snub-nosed space, you know. There. Yeah. Well, a they, they use the, the T-hopper thing. Well, yeah, but that's But again, he has, he, he, he's, Ben's on the thing. Here's a remote. <laughs> that's all the training he gets. And then with Ben's guidance or help or whatever, he's able to tap into the force, put two proton torpedoes into this tiny little hole, make them bend in 90 degrees 90 or degrees. whatever you want to, you want to do. So. Oh, come on. That was a great that was a great example. I Luke is super. Is Luke is is super special too. Yeah. So that's I mean that that sort of thing. That, and even all the way back in TFA, where people had a super problem with it because they needed it more explaining and they needed more characters. And she needed more training or whatever. She is what she is. She's crazy powerful. Awesome. At least she's interestingly crazy powerful. At least she didn't blow up Starkiller base by herself. Right. Like you know, Starkiller would have done in a Force Unleashed novel. Okay, I have to say one thing though. When Kylo is in his ship and he starts spinning, did you, that was awesome. That did was you say? Cool. Did you say to yourself? Yep. I'll try spinning. That's a good trick. <laughs> yeah. At least he's firing lasers, so at right. least it creates yeah. a pattern or whatever. I did it too. I love the space sequences in these movies. Oh, that first that opening the first one with Poe. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, that was the only awesome... problem I have with that space sequence is his. Um, his big turn that he does, where they, he kind of oh. slides it around and kind of drifts Dude, Fast and Furious I, Star Wars is perfectly awesome. fine. I was like, oh. Look, he, he it's the control it. thrusting type if crap. You, if, I, I look, forgive it, though, because he does have that extra booster thrust, or that thruster well, on the here's back. Here's the reason you forgive it. You've never seen it before, because Lucas was using real models. Right, no. I didn't mind that one. But when he comes into the hangar, no, what I'm saying and is he, he stops do it. it, it kind of drops. Oh, that was one pretty, I had more problems nah, with. That's pretty cool. He's an ace pilot. I know, I get that. That, if that, you have a problem with that, then you have a problem with Maz's castle of him blowing up four TIE fighters, six TIE fighters, and 20 oh, yeah, stormtroopers yeah. immediately. He's presented no, I know, as I know. He is. That's, he's, he's that's the nitpicking part of it. And that's the, the space sequences I thought were, were Maz great. Maz in it was completely unnecessary. There's a few characters that we feel like are kind I, of I'll unnecessary. I'll give you unnecessary if you don't think that that's worth anything. I don't. I don't think. I know a lot of people don't like those sequences. Here's. I this is where I Finn, see. I, I, Finn's whole plot or mm. sequence, I think, was completely unnecessary for one reason. It accomplished absolutely nothing. Welcome to life. 
I get that. But that's when we talk but about when you're when writing about, a story. We're talking about well, hold on. We're talking about rebels when we when we talk about, and when there's the mission sequences, the almost like day to day stuff. I got to go get fuel cells. Right. I got to go get this. You're not huge fans of those versus the the, the other the ones. arcs. I'm a huge fan of those because I love those little pieces. There's snippets in all of these things. It's part of how the resistance works. What his what his mission does actually sets up Poe. Because Poe's the one that authorizes it illegally. And it puts Poe into even more conflict with Hodo. Is it Hodo? No. Hodo. 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 Hodo? It's Holdo, isn't it? Holdo. Uh, I think it's Vice Admiral Holdo. Yeah. yeah. I forget Holdo. Yeah. Yeah, you had it. H O L D O. She's in the book Leia, too. Yeah. That's when you first meet her. Do you remember how gorgeous Laura Dern still is? She was amazing. She looks good, good in this. Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was on uh, Seth Meyers last night. She's still a wonderfully beautiful looking woman. Um, no, I understand where... I want to say with the Force before we go to the Force. It's only one thing. Okay. Did you have a problem with Leia? No. In terms of okay. what? In terms Just of her in developing... No. Developing her... Finally, finally showing a Force, force power. power. No. Superman? I was... <laughs> I was... I, I was glad. When, they, when she blew out the window... I, I, remember I first thought, because remember I've told you... That they, they I, I really all think, the changes? Well, well, no. Remember I had said... I would said at one point that I think... That I, I felt like the original plan was one legacy character was going to die in each film. Han in one, Luke in, in another one, in terms of films, and Leia in another one. Yes. And we had talked about that maybe saying, well, we didn't alter... We're not going to use her in, in nine. We're not going to use a, a, a digital. We're not going to CG or whatever. And at one point I said... What if she was never supposed to be in Nine? And when they told you that Nine's all about her, right. they were lying because they didn't want to give away that she dies in this film. Yeah. When I saw the trailer and you see him, you, well, see, you Kylo see Kylo, Kylo and I'm thinking, I wonder if they really do kill her. And they didn't want to tell anybody because the worst thing you could do before everybody goes to see the movie to make $150 million yeah. in two days is, yeah. by the way, you know how <laughs> Carrie Fisher passed away? Get ready. Yeah. And so when it happened, and part of the reason that I liked this film was you really didn't know where where it was going to go. No, right. When she comes out of the window, I honestly, I believe right there, there's a very good possibility that that's where she dies. That's, I, what, I, that's what I thought, too. I thought so. As a matter of fact, I even teared up. Oh, no, I lost it. I'm like, you didn't I, do that to I, me. I teared and up. When she wakes yeah. up, I'm like, yes. Well, yes. When they pan well, when they pan back to the space, and I'm like, they're really gonna show her dead body flying or floating in space. I'm like, like she has that to seems wake up. odd. Yeah. And here, yeah. as soon as uh, yeah, I, when I saw that, and I'm like, that's her odd. hand was out, and when I saw her hand out, yeah. then no, I when, when the way the way that that was twitch. shot, you knew it was gonna be. Yeah, that's what it was gonna. Yeah. And we knew we saw all, all these scenes that you hadn't already seen. Yeah. yeah, with her in it in the trailers and stuff, but from Rogue One, we know there's well, a lot yeah. of footage that's right. out there that you never see, and I wouldn't put it above them to give you false information and that type of thing. Oh, no, so, yeah, yeah. I know a few people that have a huge problem with that, and I don't know why. With the Force? The idea that, or... that the Force would protect her, that she would be able oh. to use the Force to create, say, a bubble, a vacuum within herself. Right. I thought that might happen at first, too. Yeah, and that's what I'm thinking, is as soon as the thing blows, she... And even if it's instinctual... Yes. It, anyone that hasn't read... Uh, uh, a certain point of view, the 40th yes. anniversary one, stop listening for about 30 seconds. In the Yoda piece... You've already told this a couple times. Have I said it on? I don't think I've said it on here, but in, in the Yoda pieces, she's... Yoda wants to train her instead of Luke. Right. Because she's... She has oh, more yeah, innate power. Yeah, she has more innate power. So I thought there could very easily be a subconscious reaction, a fight or flight 
protection instinct that as soon as the vacuum hits, her internal power, that, that Inuit power that she has uh-huh. as a powerful force user that she just refuses to tap into or doesn't care to or will not because she knows she will never learn how to control it because she's not willing to give the time that she needs to learn how to be a Jedi, protects her, she wakes up, she pulls herself back in, whether she moves herself, you know, everyone's like, well, she shouldn't be able to move herself. Like, she's telekinetic. It's, it's force. The she's, already, the force. she's already tapped it. Yeah. As we whether know, whether force, she creates she starts... this invisible string that pulls her in or she pushes herself, I, whatever. That's once the you thing start like, giving yourself to the force, you're able to start yeah. doing these things. And that's where I'm like, if, if that loses <laughs> you there, right. you're, you're, well, you're uh, lost. Also, what, what are we, <laughs> someone who, who hadn't seen it yet and on this group and says... Uh, someone else told me that they they Disney fight it. I was like, what are you talking? About? I was like, the stupid humor, like the I talk first, you talk first thing from the first movie. I said, oh, if you didn't like that, you're in trouble. You're oh, going to yeah. get through the first ten minutes. And I love I love that whole thing with with. No, it was a great tension breaker right in the beginning. Yeah. And I knew what he was doing. Yeah. I knew he he, he was just you know killing yeah. time. I mean, well, one of the imperial officers, <laughs> one of the first order officers, says it's like he's got to be. He's tooling you. Yeah, he's got to yeah. be something. Yeah. This is this is. I, but it was just it shows you right away also. Hux's character, you and knew that. Which, but yeah. but when you're reading aftermath, and you 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 have his father, and then you see how he is with his son and everything, you really understand why he's like he is. Yeah, because yeah, he's a spoiled brat. Right. Um, with Leia, uh, there were two things I thought with this movie. I thought the first one was when she came in and they had her in the. Not a back to tank, but you know they had her in the bed and everything. I thought this is how this must be one of the reshoots that they did to set her up for nine as passing away, because you know she's she's kind of you know you leave her in there for a while, then you know it's easy to say okay she's just passed away. Yeah, sure. She's um, in space too long. She can't wake right. up or whatever. It, it affected her. The other thing I thought was if if Carrie Fisher had lived. When they had mentioned that nine was going to be all about her, was it supposed to be her and Ray starting a new Jedi Order, and her training Jedi? No, I don't. See because that. I think I think the third movie is is the Resistance. Is the well rebellion. because the I think text, the third movie is still the, the text same from the Jedi Temple are on the Falcon. Yes, right. No, Ray. I think so. Ray's a thief. Again, I know people say she's a scavenger. She took him because she probably figured Lucas. Well, that also may be Yoda's or line of saying Ray already knows yeah, what's in there. Yeah, because she has them. I loved Yoda's line of "It's a stellar read, isn't it?" I, that whole sequence, I had no problem. Was with. weirdly hilarious. Yes. I, I mean, just the way when when Luke turns around and the Markelin. Master Yoda, like, oh, oh yeah. now you show up, you jackass. The only thing, I, the only thing I had a problem with this whole that whole sequence with Yoda, is that when they when he first appears on the rock, he looks CG, and the rest of the time you can definitely tell he's a gorgeous puppet. Well, they have too much blue glow yes. on, yeah. on a on a puppet. Yes, in the, at the beginning, but then it fades away a little bit, so then he looks perfectly fine. Right, but I do sequence. think, yeah, I do think. It was the puppet there with a lot of CG addition oh, yeah. around it's, it's it. Yeah. Sort yeah. Of yeah. Thing. Well, I mean, it was a, so it was it, a definitely it, a, to, a better sculpt. You know, whoever oh, yeah. sculpted to, to, let's stay with the force for a second. We'll, sure. we'll, we'll shelve the nine till the end. Uh, the other thing that a lot of people have a problem with is Yoda still being able to physically affect 
the the, the real world. Obi Wan Kenobi is a Force ghost. No, Obi Wan Kenobi when he they manifest themselves. You you learn this in a certain point of view when when. Qui-Gon was learning to physically yeah. show himself to Yoda. They, they start to manifest themselves physically. But we've never seen it. We have seen Obi-Wan Kenobi walking through the swamps of Dagobah yeah. and limbs being moved out of uh, him. Right, and he has to sit down. Yes. Where he's like, I'm tired. I don't I remember seeing down. that. You see, and you Jedi, see him walk through. When, when I got older and I start like realizing he's a force yeah, mistake, and you see him sit down. I'm like, what the heck? Does he have to sit down? What is he well, tired yeah, for? Right. But I didn't think about that. I, no, I saw him sit down. Well, that's the, that's the, moving, the moving the limbs. But there's was a, a little when odd. he walks through, you see limbs yeah. kind of. But that's around. and again, that's a part of that's just physically shooting yeah. it. And it was right. Probably, no, I get that. I they get had that. To, he was he's really there shooting that scene. But I've always taken that as they've had to which, again afterwards. It beca- it's it's one of the best things. You take all these old pieces and you can manipulate them and fill them in. In comics, they do it all the time. Jeff Johns wrote a gigantic uh, Green Lantern story in Blackest Night based off of two lines that Alan Moore wrote in a short story 20 years before. Yeah. You see something like Ben moving the, the limbs in Jedi, which again is a is a fact of actual production. Right. Because he's on the set and they decide, well, the hell with cutting these. He, you know, or putting him in a spot where he's just, just move him. Who cares? Yeah. No one's going to know anything. And 20 years later, 40 years later, some writer looks at it and says, hey, he can physically manifest the real world as a force ghost. That means Yoda can do it too. Right. You know, so those pieces are in there. But, Which, but it also, still it have also a ties into how Luke is able to create an apparition Eventually, yes. of himself later and make the, the dice appear. Yeah. That, that, and that's where, even though I have problems with those two pieces... I'm able to forgive them because I know that you know as a force ghost you're able to to make your you know you're 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 able to manifest your own matter basically. Well yeah, if And that's also also if how you're that powerful. Right. Yeah. It's also how I'm able to forgive now after reading a certain point of view, I'm able to forgive young Anakin for being there at the end of Return of the Jedi in the special cut. I know you're going to make a comment, but because they are able to manifest themselves into a way for somebody to see them, they can change their appearance to be whatever they want it to look like. If if Qui-Gon wanted to come back to Ben as a frog, he could have. Yeah. But Again, it, would, it was it was that was a marketing move and right. a piece of originally it was just like, well, this is who we but physically within, have. But within, no. within the mythology... You're try- yes, you're trying to change some of the... the you retcon and change some of the rules to fit what maybe you've seen or what you want to do going right. forward. Um, again, as we, we go with the Force, so we're seeing new things with the Force, and we're seeing Luke have a hard, what, what basically amounts to a hard light hologram that can physically affect space. Right. That can actually stop Kylo's saber, that can, you know, do whatever to Hold buy the hand. time. Yeah, those pieces that, that were in it. That's the toughest scene. Even though he's an apparition, I don't care. That, that scene? scene, that scene when he shows up. I if he would here's the problem with that. If he would have if they would have done it where even staying with the apparition, if they would have done it with the way Luke looked on the island with the shabby hair and the longer beard, mm. I would have been able to stay in that scene a lot more and it been more See, that didn't affect me at all because it, it 
it's it's that me, that little piece of appearance. It took me out for a second. It didn't. I didn't care. But to me, I didn't think it was a hard light construct. Yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't I, I thought it. it was him. He cleaned up. He yeah, whatever. Whatever. He had just for men in one it, of those caves. Yeah. Some of those caves, I think, <laughs> when, you're, when you're 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 overthinking pieces of it when you see it, and it it kind of ruins it. For that, I took it as him being there. And when you find out what it really is, I'm still. He's there. He's there with Leia because well, that's the only way that he can be there. Yes, I, I. But then again, he could have been that way with Leia. You know, I thought he when got Han there. died. But and that's that was the other thing that really upset me with this. He shut himself off from the force. Yeah. No, 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 no. no I, I get that. Okay, I understand that. Here, that the other thing that this is supposed to be taking place days after Star Killer, within days of Star Killer. Yeah. No one. Within the resistance, I know that they were on the run. I know that they were, you know, trying to get to someplace safe, but no one seemed to be in remembrance of Han, or you know, or they don't know who Han is. Well, Leia does. Leia does. You know, I that's just, it. They just, it didn't seem to be any like there's no mourn- yes, mourning. Yes, exactly. They're and that, you, don't really have, again, you don't really have time Nick to mourn, though. And, yeah, and yeah. That's the thing. That scene would have never fit. You have enough problems with scenes that don't fit. That scene doesn't fit because it tells you in the crawl, the First Order is hours away. Yeah. They got to no, get out I of know there. That. Like said, the, it's, it's, the chase pe- priest of, of Empire is here yes. from Empire Strikes Back. Once, once they leave Hoth, it's a chase film. All right. And that's the thing here. The whole film is based on them being chased. Oh, no. Chased. It's a whole chase film. Yeah. I mean, you could even say Ray is chasing Luke. Yes. Literally, around the island. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, but I was, he doesn't manifest because he shuts himself off from the force. He has no idea that Han dies. He no, has no idea what Leia has. I understand that. And again, with and his I power. And I like the fact that he, he can, shut himself off from the force. And it, it, it's funny because it's an EU thing, too. Yes. Because that's what Jason and then Ben could do. In terms of, I can shut myself off where nobody else can feel me. <coughs> when he moves the rocks, he's like, I haven't done this in a while. Right. And that's I was and I, everything with it. I, I really liked. It. And again, I didn't love it because it is it's disjointed and there's a lot of pieces, moving parts. But the mythology part of of it that that this kind of bubble that it's, it's funny in though, because really I've enjoys. talked to a lot of people or not a lot of people. I've talked to a few people that felt that the mythology of Star Wars and of the Jedi was completely taken and thrown out. And yay! <laughs> and some people even said, you know, they it's are, called moving forward, right? No, and some people, and I will throw this one out there. I know somebody that is friends with Jet Lucas, and Jet even said that he felt that they just, now they're taking and going in a complete opposite direction of what his dad had created. Okay. Intentionally. Lucas did the same thing with the prequels. Oh, no, I get that. I know. And that's what I mean. Where they're saying, like, they have this big deal, oh, they threw everything Lucas. Lucas throws out a lot of what you see in 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 the original trilogy. You get this wonderful mystic thing of the Force, and in the first movie, it's bugs. Right. Which, How do we feel the Force? There's bugs that he never mentions again. The Jedi Order, when they're set up, oh, it's these grand pieces of... No, they steal babies. Right, right. And they, and they involve themselves into a war without asking any questions. Right. Which, and they face off against the worst Sith that they've ever seen and have no idea he exists. The Jedi suck. Yeah, I in know. The, I and so that. he put them in there. Throw it all away. And like I said to you, as half a joke... Everyone's been bitching for 40 years that Lucas sucks and he's ruined Star Wars for everybody. And, and now, now everybody's sudden, bitching that you throw it all away? Yeah. What do you want? For <laughs> God's sake. I know. I get that. I understand. Um, one <laughs> and that's things, why I loved it. 
it's this great thing. It was this weird thing. I had this the whole the whole sequence with Luke and Yoda. Even as much as the stuff that he's talking to Ray, because it's very serious, and yes. he takes everything that he's talking to Ray that's very serious and dour. Why the Jedi need to leave and everything. It becomes this very funny conversation with Yoda yeah. of them sitting on there and Yoda going, "Of course we failed." Yeah, Yoda's it almost sucks. like, "Stop taking yourself too serious." Yeah, what's wrong with you? The only and, way you can learn. Like, I can't grab a laser sword and face down the entire empire. Yeah, you can't because you it's not does. just it, because well, it's not just you. Uh, there, there's so many of these pieces that they kind of take this this these hard hard line text of Star Wars and this is what Star Wars is and it turns it I don't think it throws it out at all it turns it on its side it moves yes. it forwards it gives us new things to talk about you can unpack this film as a film again I like the mythology more than the film because it's more fun to unpack the mythology of what's going on between these characters and the force than it is the ship being just out of reach of the destroyer and the the going to get the tracker and DJ who has a boring name, although I love Benicio Del Toro, and the scenes that are there because we want some pew-pew, and it's there, and, and I liked it because it looked cool, and how, when she puts the, the light speeds through those ships, Oh, yeah. I thought I was going to hate that. Oh, really? That it was, looks that was, so... That was awesome. when it starts, I'm like, how are they going to do... What are they, is it just going to be debris? What are they, And it looked I'm like... Yeah. It's all of them. Yeah. It just cuts all the other and Star Destroyers. Yeah. And oh, well, that's my favorite. The Sonic Mind scene yep. is the best scene in oh, the yeah. episode yeah. two. For all the crap of episode two, and the scene that they that that um, I always want to say Rick Berman, who was the original producer, the producer with Lucas for the prequel. McCollum. McCollum. McCollum says in in the thing. Oh, we got to a point where we realized it's Star Wars and we don't have a space battle, so we threw in this part yeah. in the asteroid belt, and then it becomes like one of the best scenes because it got the slave one. It's got the. I love the way that the laser sound in this, is like the, the really hard gun sounds that yeah. they have and the shooting boom, and stuff. Boom. The space stuff is so gorgeous, and that thing blows. Yes, this is awesome. I you hate the hangar scene. I love the <clears throat> hangar scene. The hangar scene was it's completely unnecessary, but it's a lot of fun and it's what craziness. I hate about the hangar scene. Is Phasm's brought back for another? She is next to Boba Fett in the in Empire. Actually, she. she I works. really wanted. I really wanted one more, uh, a riot trooper. I wanted Finn to like face off a riot trooper and go this again. Yeah. Then almost Ryan Johnson saying, "Remember how we thought Phasma was going to be so cool, and what ended up after Force Awakens is the only character anybody liked was the riot trooper." <laughs> so we put that through there. There was the Phasma thing, and and she's there not was in the no beginning. need for the executioner troopers. But there's, there's not a need for any of the troopers. I know. I know. When it's they the first troop, explain, it's, it's they're the like, riot "Oh, trooper from the last the the, the 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 um." The stormtrooper armor has its vacuum sealed and its heat sealed and everything. What the hell do you have snowtroopers for? Oh, as soon as the snowtrooper starts up an empire, what? Why do we have it? Because it's cool. Why did and that's snow, why yeah. did they have snowtroopers on a salt planet? Because they could. Who cares? It's just they're there. It's merchandising. Yeah, whatever. Because <laughs> um, they didn't the, have them the in the first with, movie. And the, the fight goes, with but why? Is, you put out a toy. Here's the, yeah. the fight with Phasma was again much like when you complained about the riot trooper fight like this is dumb and i was like it's just there it's just right. there to be cool and that's fine I know. and when i watched tfa on on went thursday night i'm like i love this scene and i watched it twice i read back I'm like i want to watch this fight again because i love that fight it's a lot of power in that fight and yeah and that sort of thing and so the fact and she's not there in the beginning it's the one thing that i when you read the comic that explains how she gets off the planet you realize why she's not there in the beginning yeah because she wouldn't have caught up with that ship when it gets to their rebel base 
Well, she was also on Snoke's ship, and Snoke's ship wasn't there in the beginning. Right, so it's it's where she's going. Yeah, it, it's just like she wouldn't. The way they kind of set themselves up, okay, she wouldn't. The have main been there thing the I had a problem with the hangar scene is all of it. No, the main thing I had a problem with was BB-8. I loved it in the ATS. I loved it. You didn't like that? I loved I it. Hated Why? it. I hated it. Why? Because he hates Star Wars. <laughs> He's a Star Wars fan. I enjoyed that. I loved it. I I, I didn't like the. I hated it for the same reason that I hated R2-D2 in the hangar in Episode 3. Really? Yes. I like that scene. I, That's a no. R2-D2 in the hangar is worse than BB-8 taking control of an ADA, or a, a scout walker. And BBE 9 I know I was there. It had a little cute droid on the other side. Um, but it was kind of a pointless thing. And the other thing. Well, that's how they find out. Trash cans in space now? Is this Spaceballs? Okay, the they had car- garbage chutes. They have they yeah. go into garbage. They why? He's a sanitation worker. But then and it's not a joke. He really is a sanitation no, I know, worker. I know that. Okay, but you don't but always they had a dr- trash can just so they can put a cover on BB-8. Fine. Everybody has trash cans. You still have to have a trash can to take it, yeah, to it. Oh, and nobody notices this box going through. I'm fine again. Well, the, the box runs into a stormtrooper, and the stormtrooper just looks awesome. at him like, "What the hell?" I'm pretty you sure there was uh, let trash the cans die, let go, <laughs> and move forward. The hangar seat was fine with me. I was fine with it. I, okay, and I know I, it's I'll there know because honestly. You, you run out of... like We don't have a lot of action sequences no, at the I moment. Know, we need that. some people shooting each other. I don't know if it's because I saw it you know for a second time, but I didn't have as much problem with it the second time as I did the first time. Because BB-8 is awesome. That's the first time I've seen a chicken walker run, though. Yes. So that was that a little, been, that was that was a little odd. Like, Whoa. Yeah. Well, they were supposed to be able to run faster. Well, I think it's also... It looks like it's smaller. Yes, Because when the, when the cockpit comes off, BB-8's huge inside of it. Yeah. So it feels like it's a one-man sort of thing. It's, it, it, it is. It's yeah, so it, it's a different piece, again, that kind of now has its own rules. Well, they do have, like... Well, it wasn't because the, eight, the, the In well, episode three, the, the MT-9s, the little ones yeah. on Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk, yeah. Don't they run away? Yes. When they, they can't they find move, Yoda or they, whatever? They move pretty quick. Yeah, so uh, I took it as more of that. I took it for what it was. They well, put they it show, on there and they They run. show the picture of it on when... What's his face is showing Finn all the, oh, the yeah, weapons the on the, yeah. yeah all the we- like war weapons you see the well no they, they that's in a, that's the old ATST I think a little I bit different because so. like they because if you notice they, they were showing they should they have some the old stuff out there they, yeah, yeah no they have old pieces and new pieces in there because they show the they were just showing all the weaponry they um, give you the T seventy instead of the T sixty five nerd alert yes Cantobite can't Cantobite I had a problem with. First of all, Shocker. because the planet is not Canto Bight. Nobody hates Cantonica more than Star Wars. It's what? Cantonica. Yeah, who cares? And you, again, Star Wars, Wars is Star Wars it's nerds are going to know. The only reason, but the only reason I know that is because I read Canto Bight before I saw. You yeah, you know who week. probably didn't? Ryan Johnson. And I, I doubt he cares. Uh, which he just wanted to make a political I, I statement. So glad, I was so glad I read these books before the movie because my idea of what Canto Bight looked like. In my head, was completely different. I mean, there was some similarities. Well, in this case, that probably should have bugged you. Yeah, you had to say, no, 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 no. I actually, but the other, that's the why cool he hates was, it so much. The cool <laughs> thing was there were characters because the book has nothing really to do with. I mean, you can no. almost say that it, it takes place around the same time, 
as it's background characters. Yeah, it's background characters, and you get to it's, see um, them in here. The the book that they did after Force Awakens with like the four aliens or whatever. Right. You get the the Constable Zubul story that he's not in the film. Right. You get Sidathano's story, I think, is in it or something like that so. or whatever. There's four aliens that are backgrounds, and that's the kind of what they've done is they take these characters from backgrounds and, and right. put something in it. This is just basically let's do a book. And we'll tie it into. It was like all the stuff, the Journey to Force Awakens books that they released, and almost none of them had nothing to, had anything to do with Force Awakens. Oh right, thanks right. Aftermath. It was just yeah, it was stuff that was, Aftermath's a great well, book, but it, it should leads. have never been Journey to Force Awakens. It was post Jedi. It was yeah. kind of showing you what the what the did post. it say Journey? I don't think it had Every, the Journey. It does because everything in that that spot, yeah. no matter what. It, the 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 like because bloodline should have been journey to the, the like the the, the the everything but it wasn't released it, in though, that spot so it is sort of journey too that was their uh branding for no, I know all that. the stuff that came out from september but i didn't to think, win I didn't force think awakens that, i didn't think it's on it. aftermath has it on it it does mm-hmm. it was all the sticker book had journey to, journey sure. to force awakens and it was all original trilogy characters it was just that was the brand of their publishing event was every and it's the same it's thing marketing. here. This was this was Journey to Force Awakens is the Captain Phasma book, Canto Bright, Legends of Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, all the stuff that's there was their publishing event right. of Journey to Last Jedi, even if they don't have a direct connection to it. <coughs> well, like I was saying, with with the Finn and Rose, I had no problem with Rose. I thought Rose was a great character. I I in, I expected more from Rose. out of everybody talking her up. Yeah, I was expecting yeah. a little bit no, more. No, I get that. I like her as under- an actress, but I understand and, but her character. I, no, I understand her character. I have no problem with her character. What I, and and I liked it. I mean, my, what I'm saying is, much like we thought with Phasma, but this to a lesser degree. With as much as they talked of, oh, you're going to love Rose. You're going right. to love this, and what, and you get her, and and she's good, and she has, but nothing really was like, oh, there's nothing there until she kisses Finn, which was very awkward. Which I liked. I really? Mean, I, I, yeah. understand, I understand. I hated that part. I'm like, Finn is ready to sacrifice himself. And then she comes in and she... You're supposed to be doing it all for the Force and the consi- uh, the continuance of the Resistance and whatnot. And she does it uh, as a um, selfish act. But I love that's how you. I look at it. But she does it as a thematic act because of what she says. How we're going to win. It's not sacrificing ourselves for evil. It's to defeat. saving It was saving... We, we have to fight to save... What she's saying is they'll figure out a way to get out of there. This isn't the way to do it. If we could have gotten there and blown it up with all the skiffs or whatever, great. But there's no reason to sacrifice at that point one more person. He makes the the, the thematic choice when when Poe says this isn't worth it. Mm. Let's turn around, let's regroup, and let's figure something else out because this is not working. <laughs> and she saves him to be like, we need... An, there's 30 people left in the resistance. That's if I have a problem oh, with anything, yeah. it's the fact that the resistance can fit in a falcon. Yeah. But what she does, everything, so much of this is just symbolic and thematic. This is one of the things. But that, I know the kiss was supposed to be awkward because you know she. Yeah. Well, first yeah. Of all, and it's all no one-sided. Idea. Man, that thing was almost as awkward as Anakin and Padme kissing in Episode Two. Oh no! Oh god, that was on last night. It's hard to watch the prequels. <laughs> That scene is atrociously oh, bad. I know. Their whole sequence in the because when it's interspersed with Kenobi in 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 Camino and it's like he's trying to find out what's yeah. going on and the two of them are frolicking with the fat pigs and like what is this? <laughs> yeah. This is so stupid. Would have been more believable as you have with Rose and Finn that they feel a connection to each other because they've been in danger for so long. When she, when they're running on the on the the horse things, the fathers and he's like why are you laughing? Yeah. What are you doing? This is like this is dangerous. Like, this is fun. 
Let's go. It's an adventure. Whatever. Um, and, and, is that and, Gareth and, Edwards in the pit? Baby. You know, where, where the guy that says, oh, it's salt. The guy sitting right next to him. I think that, that was weird. That's because they had to tell you it's salt and not snow. They say it's salt. They said it's a mineral when they get to it. They say it's a planet, or a planet, uh, it's a mining planet. They never tell you if it's snow or if it's salt. It looked like snow to me. It made it look like it was more on like he made the steps out and he was like, "Is this blood? What <laughs> you know?" Like, well, no, he steps and he sees the red. Yeah, and he tastes it. Salt. That was the one. I was like, "Huh?" They did <laughs> that. that was it. Or just because when Light is standing there, you see flakes coming down. When she's first no. standing there with that, that weird oh, yeah, thing, yeah. That, you know, when she's standing in the doorway, yeah. you see little flakes coming down. And I think they put it in there so it's salt so people would go, well, they're just doing Empire again on a snow planet. They're doing Empire again on a snow planet anyway. But they put it at the end of the movie. Yeah, the no, there's, there's a lot of Empire in this. Oh, there's, there's, the, the, the thing with this is there's definite There's homages. so much Empire in there that we went back to putting a puppet as Yoda. There's, there's so many homages, as, as it can't help itself when you set up the idea sure. that Luke and Rey. But the way that they do the base being super early, they're on the chase. And it, it's an homage, but it's done in such a way that I felt like shots were homages more so than the story. Like yeah. TFA is basically, this is Star Wars. This is A New Hope, except Kylo kills Han. Oh, wait. Vader kills Ben. So it is. I was glad that they had ADATs, though, or ATATs. The No, they call them ADATs. ATM6, a was kind of a waste. It's I, just cool. Again, it's just ATM something... Six? Huh? That's the big it? one. That's the big one. That's the big gorilla one. The ape? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, just, they didn't do anything. They didn't they're do heavy, anything. They're heavy walkers. That's it. The, 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 well, again, what you establish... You, you, you they look cool. You established what well, the walkers... Those are old. Yeah. yeah. You established what the walkers were 40 years ago in Empire. Sure. You really don't have to reestablish what they are. It's just they're bigger. Again, it's just... They have different technology. Did you, did you like the... Death Star technology shrunk down. The miniature Death Star thing. Again, I kind of chuckled at it because one of the things I like it's, it's not a super weapon thing as much as uh, you know. It's not a, a thing about super weapons. It, much like Empire is, it's about a super it's, character. It's where Empire is station is, or uh, not? Some, no, what is it? Well, Starkin. Stark. Well, it, no, no. It's, uh, uh, you're, you're talking about Dark Saber. Yes, yeah, Dark Saber. The first time they ever used it was in a, in a Marvel comic. They called it Tarkin, and it was reusing the right. laser. Uh, it was like 49 and 50, so it was right. like to take the target. It's amazing. A, a, and two issues that probably now would have taken 12 issues in Star Wars <laughs> to know. do, to them to get on the station and blow it up. Um, because everything falls into the super weapon sort sure. of thing, and so you have to kind of get away from it. And it does one one act, and it does something interesting, because again, it's, it does what... They don't stop it. Right. You know, it, it's... The, the stuff that, that that's that's in it is, is cool. We've gone through all those pieces. Let's get through the middle. And Ray giving herself to Kylo. Oh, I thought you were talking about the, uh, as some people are calling it, the O.J. Simpson uh, Bronco chase. No, no. <laughs> Again, I'm fine with that, too. Uh, really? It, whatever. They, start, they, they could have sent out the TIE fighters and destroyed the fleet. They weren't that far away where they needed to cover they... them. They were just toying well, no, with didn't them. They That's say the, the, the TIE fighters' blasters wouldn't get through that shield. No, they said that. that they called Ty- Kylo back. And his ship's back because they were too far out of range for the Star Destroyers to cover them. Okay. That was why they didn't send the Titan. Again, it, it's a movie. I mean, you take all those pieces, then it, it's... I know. Whatever. It just... it just They they should have been able to annihilate them without... Kylo's got other things and to I do. And I had a problem with them saying how much fuel they had left or how much time... Because here's the thing. Laura Duran's character 
takes the fuel from the cruiser to fill up 30 transports that was already critical, running critical on, on low fuel, but has enough fuel to jump to light speed after she's filled up these 30. She don't got to go too far. I understand that. She's only got to go like I know it's one one thousandth of a light year. So, well, maybe those uh, cruisers also didn't need, need a to lot. Be full. They were already yeah. filled. Yeah. Well, they just had to get to the planet. Yeah. So even if it's just we got to start up and then I know. let it's gravity just... take us to the rest. But the, the Kirk, we now have Ray and Kylo and coming to Snoke, Snoke and the Power Rangers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They were interesting. Oh man! It was when they the, the first time you know you see it where he's he's in there and he gets closer or whatever, and then they do the things and they all like get set. And I'm like, I know this is dumb, but I yeah. kind of like this. And and even at that moment, moment I said, well, they're different than the Royal Guards because now you've actually seen them move. And I thought because you never they waste. You want to talk about wasting people? They waste the Royal Guards in Return of the Jedi because they don't do anything. But then I they thought, had to create this mythology of them moving back into the Empire, into the Stormtrooper ranks to be get redone to give them something to do because they realize that the Emperor's Royal Guards don't do anything in the original series at all. Right. So at least they do something, and then we have. But I the thought whole I thought sequence. you know what? Because on that note, I thought you know what? Maybe it was better that the Royal Guard didn't do anything, and then we had them you know trying to be super troopers. Did you like the fight sequence? It was okay. It, it was wasn't... Okay. It, the choreography Beth, to me was a little off. Beth, uh, Beth, but, Beth was the first one that said this to me after. She goes, I could see how it was choreographed. It, to me, yeah, it, was just, mean, it, it didn't it just flow was, well. It, right. Yeah. The, the one thing I'll take with it, it, very it, might, it might be from watching TFA the night before also, is rather than fencing... They've gone back to a very clunky broadsword style. Mm -hmm. And someone at work today said one of the things that may have changed is that the props on set are actually heavier. The sword props are heavier. Sure. So the style very much changes from what you would see, say, in the Darth Maul, Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan fight. Because it's not a fencing style. It's not a quick style. It's not a you know super samurai style. It's a broadsword style. Of this kind of big sweeping moves. And you can see it in this TFA fight. Every move in it is this huge sweep. You know, really diagonal cuts and overhead cuts and all those pieces. And so, there's a, to me, there's a big weight to that. And physical weight to that fight. That's very different than what you've seen before. In terms of multiple Jedi versus multiple things that could stop them. Right. Not, you know, people with lasers or whatever. Or people with blasters. Did you it, it, like the sword that turns into a laser whip? Oh, yeah. It was a laser whip. I wasn't a huge fan of that. But, but it was also a sword. Yeah. It's a ninja thing. You've yeah, seen it. And it comes back. It's I a, can travel light speed. I mean, you didn't develop now, the technology to put the laser sword I have inside to of admit, things. I liked when Ray threw the lightsaber to Kylo and he catches <clears> it and just kind of briefly ignites <laughs> it. And I thought that was cool. Well, I, th I thought the sequence was I cool. thought Snoke being cut in half... Looked cool, but I thought Snoke was such a waste of a character. Well, you, I loved him. The whole point, they build him up so right. much, like, oh, this character's great and evil, and right. then, yeah, they just killed him. And I still think that you, if Snoke you, well, was as which powerful I, as he was, I can understand. he should have known that that lightsaber was coming I fully understand. Kylo yeah. is. That's the whole point of Snoke. That's how I look at it. Snoke, I, Snoke's entire point. 
now that you get to it is it's it's Worf in Star Trek. Why is Worf Worf never wins anything. What is he there for? He exists in Star Trek Next Generation to prove how badass the bad guy is because the first thing they do is beat up Worf. Sure. There's the old joke that that uh, uh, Patrick Stewart had said when he was on stage at the, the fifth anniversary celebration where he said he felt bad for Michael Dorn because it seemed like the only thing he did or what he should have done is have the bad guy beam to the bridge. I'm Jean-Luc Picard, the captain of the Starship Enterprise. This is my security officer, Worf. Would you like to kick his ass now or later? And that's what Snoke becomes at that point is he's he's this figure and that's all he's ever going to be but then i thought he was much of the emperor was in the first one the emperor in 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 the first two films before you get his backstory and everything he's an archetype oh, he's yeah. the big bad evil yeah snoke's the big bad evil he's turned ben he, he's in control of the first order and kylo cuts him like a bitch and you're did just you like, like holy he, crap did you like that he he force maneuvered ray's lightsaber to hit her in the back of the head oh yeah that was yeah. fun <laughs> Which he tries to take it and pulls yeah. it through with the boomerang. Yeah. No, it's, it's again he's displaying his power, and then Kylo displays his. And, power. and the I fact that he was were... able to hide that power too, like yeah. the full and then, potential. And right through when when Hux comes in and he's like, no, the well, supreme leader is dead, and Hux says, "Long live the supreme leader." The idea that Kylo Kylo's doing, I'll finish what you started. Boy, right. he did, didn't he? Because sure, Vader kills the Emperor. But he kind of loses out on running the Empire because he dies and right. turns a good guy. Kylo kills Snoke and says, this is mine. Ray, you're with me. No, I'm not. All right, whatever. This is mine now. And he's I, really pissed. I I found myself somewhat upset when the lightsaber cracked in half. Well, that was awesome. No, I thought it was Why, awesome. Because it was Luke's? But... Let I the past die. Yeah. I know. But I felt... <laughs> There's, Almost every beat, even the resistance being obliterated. Oh, I know. Is let the this isn't the rebellion. This is well. They this, basically. Said, I, they feel, I feel like they said Chris is going to get that on a shirt. So. Let the past die. Well, like the Kill fact, you have to. like the fact that you said I have a problem with the fact that the whole rebellion and resistance can fit on the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like uh. Well, when we get to in terms of when at we that get to point, what we think yes. that nine might be. I, I'll, I'll say what I mean how small it becomes i think um, nine is way in the future no i way, i but. i had a problem with luke showing up as an apparition because i, I wanted it. him to be there in person i was fine with it i don't it care what me, but i also but it i also so out of it because i didn't know until he went through yeah i, I, I really just, because not even having the lightsaber then is on on him that had just gotten broken i had seen it as a different light it looks like the, the bottom no because i'm red. not paying attention like that once Kylo goes through him with a lightsaber, then I'm like, oh. I had my suspicions after the the Adapt barrage, but again, thought, oh, it could be a force power, it could be. See, just that. I thought I, if you if it would have been Luke standing there, and right before he ignites that green lightsaber, and all of a sudden all that starts coming at him, and he's just standing there with that lightsaber, and you know, all all you see is that you the red coming down yeah. at him, and once Hux tells him to stop. You see that green glow come out of from from within there. Mm-hmm. I thought that would have been amazing, and then him actually. Yeah, I liked fight, it just the way it was. Did him actually fight Kylo? He does fight and, Kylo. Yeah. He fights Kylo. I don't see where the problem. So he's physically there and killing the, the, him. He's there, and, and this is this is the option that's left to him, and it shows how you've gone through Luke in this in this movie. He gives up his power. 
He's shown us, I've given up my power. I've given up everything that I was supposed to be. He starts to have little pieces. He takes the, he's the, 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 the Zen master who doesn't want the, the guy who's been sitting outside the temple in the rain. And he takes him in and he starts to train him and it starts to reawaken him. Ray saves Luke. I know. I Much like Luke it. saves it. So then he starts, and this is the point where he shows he is one powerful, badass mother effer. I understand it, and I understand that in amazing that way is, that this is goes back to the whole thing where he says, you know, what am I supposed to do? One person stand in front with a laser yeah. sword, and this is the whole thing of the legend is greater than the man, which yes. we see at the end with the Target commercial, which we'll get into. Stop! Shut up! That's <laughs> that's just so fucking stupid. But it is. No, it isn't. It's the heart of what it is. No, I understand it. That's, if you, I Rogue like One is it. The, hold on. Rogue One is the guts of what they're doing. This is the heart of what they're doing. I understand that. I And the fact that you're so cynical and hate the ending of I the kid saying that he might... Because when he, grabs the, when he grabs the broom, sure as hell looks like he brings it into his hand, he doesn't does. it? He does. Exactly. He does. I, I'm not... I it's don't a Target hate. commercial. Why do you hate it? I don't hate Bullshit. it. Bullshit! You hate it. I don't hate Bullshit. it. Bullshit. Stop telling me I hate it. You I hate don't. it. You I... It's a Target commercial. It's a Target commercial with such derision and sarcasm. It's a beautiful scene. What? What's a Target commercial? The, the end, end of the him end standing with the, with the, the stuff kids. in the front so they can put Target on it. The kids are the oh, future, and I'll tell you why I'm thinking way. that. Episode it's not 9. In the future. No. Those kids are the future of the yes, rebellion, I know, I and that's what Episode Nine's gonna be. I understand. I know. Well, that. maybe not because JJ's probably gonna give us another fucking Death Star again, because God forbid he does anything different than what we've already seen before. I understand that. I don't. I don't have a problem with it. I'm Bullshit! Just saying, You've been saying you have a problem with it for the last forty-eight hours. No, I haven't said I have a problem with it. I said it feels like a Target commercial because it does play out as if the Target it would be a Target commercial. But I don't have a problem with it. I cried when I saw the little kid standing there with the lightsaber. Sure as hell doesn't sound like it. Why do you keep referring to it as a Target commercial? Why not actually say something positive about it? Feeling. And that's a. But you're treating it as a bad feeling. It's not a bad feeling. Then stop saying it because you're saying it as if it's a bad feeling. Why are you getting so offended at it? Because I don't understand why you have such a problem with the end of that. And why you're treating that moment, which is beautiful, into something direct? It's laughing what, at Yoda's death and Return of the Jedi. Beautiful? Not the way you're talking. But considering how much you've complained about the commercialization of stuff, how much you pissed off about Man of Steel having Sears and Budweiser or whatever in the background, this is from what I know of you. You have a problem with the commercialization of these types of films and no. using ads in it. And when you just, when you talk to it. When you describe it as a Target commercial, you're describing it with sarcasm and derision. And that's the problem that I have a problem. When you want to sit there and say, no, no, I don't have a problem with it, but I'm going to keep making fun of it. Doesn't okay. make any sense to me. I'm making fun of it, but I don't have a problem with it. Then you have a problem with it because no. there's no reason to make fun of it as hard as you've been doing for the last two days. No. Yes. I, no. I yes. totally understand its point. I, I just think that... What would, what would you have done at the end? Nothing. That's what I would have done. Then why do you... You have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with it. You do. No. I then just like stop. making fun of it. What, why are you making fun of something that you don't have a problem with? People do that. No, they don't. It's... You know... It, it, I when don't. it's combined with how much you've complained in which you've complained about the film as a whole... 
which is much less tonight than it was yesterday. Well, I've also seen it twice. You definitely now. have a different feel. Yes, I'm not saying that you didn't. I'm actually surprised on how little you've gone through what you said yesterday that you were really upset with. But that that point when I read that, yes, that's probably probably where our conversation stopped. Because like, what am I still talking about? Because I really loved that ending. I like the ending. I really do. I don't think you do. I do. You're you're fully, as a you're, parent of a kid of that don't, age. Don't give me that. You you use that so many times. Well, it's the truth. It makes you when you have a child, you become. Well, I'm not having a child. You so. become very emotional and. I'm not sensitive saying you're not. Things but, like that. So emotional and sensitive is to make fun of it as a Target commercial. No, I'm just doing that for the the pure whatever of it. You I, can't even describe why you're making fun of it. Look, I you're making it. fun of something when. When you're making fun of something, especially with the derision that you've given it, with the type of tone that you've had with it, is you have a problem with it. I don't. Have Just a like yesterday, with them. you hated the film when you walked out of it the first I time. Didn't hate the when film. when you walked out of it the first time. You hated it. No, I was yes. very angry at it and disappointed. That's hate. It's not hate. That's hate. Stop telling me I hated it. You hated it. I'm gonna keep telling you you hated it. No. Because when you walked out of the film, and the next day when I walked out of the film, and you asked me to describe it, when you told me how you felt, that's hate. It's hate. I had a lot of issues with it. Yeah, because you hated it. Didn't hate it. You hated it. I didn't hate any of the prequels. I didn't and say I have you a hated lot of problems with those too. No, this was different. And I think because of what you expected going into this, it definitely was not the film I expected. I'll say this: watching the two trailers, certain scenes were still in there that I kind of okay would put those together. But the way that everything played out was a lot different than I thought it was going to be. Yes. Which I really liked. That, that made me happy. I was like, oh, this is not what I expected. When Ray, when, when Ray, when Kylo turns in a way, because I'm at a point now where I'm going, I kind of accept that they can do anything they're going to do. That's where, excuse me, I was at the point where I'm going, what the hell am I watching? In a good way. Like, does he really turn to the light side here? Like, where is this going to go from here? Like, what what's next? If they really stay together, or does yeah. she really join him? Does it, well, she what the hell is going on? As Luke says, she jumps right into the dark side. And yes, has no and that's why I thought they set that up to the point where when he turns, it's, wait, maybe she turns. Maybe she does join him. Maybe she thinks this is a well, good even, idea. Even when she's fighting the guard. And at that point, wondering where everything is and thinking, is Nine Luke versus Rey and Kylo? Well, he I, said, I've seen your future. Yeah. yeah. So I, I thought that was going to be what nine would have been was that Luke would have to go against the two of them, um, but when when Ray is fighting the guard, she's fighting out of anger. Oh yeah, no, she still has yeah. There's something inside of her. Um, I when I left yesterday uh, Thursday, I had a problem with the cave. After seeing it, because it it was in a way a reflect well. Literal Literally. <laughs> reflection, reflection of Luke's. It was an homage to that, yeah. Journey in the cave. Oh yeah, again, the pieces that. that but I, I, I did. But nothing echoes. came out of it. The, the, well, again, the, literally echoes. Yeah. Of what it was. The the snapping, everything. The first time I saw it was kind of like, oh, okay, yeah. This time she's trying to discover where she's. She's what's trying, going on. yes. As uh, much like Luke, she 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 doesn't accept the bending of the reality in it because in she Empire, passes the cave where Luke fails. Yeah. Luke in the cave, uh, he 
accepts that as reality that for some reason Darth Vader's right in front of him. Right. And he fights him. He doesn't listen to Yoda and all that. Well, obviously she doesn't listen to Luke. She jumps right into the cave. Right. But, so, there were those pieces of her not accepting where she is. Trying to accept the reality of the fact that she's seeing herself in a thousand different ways and that it's moving or mm-hmm. whatever. But she's very quickly to accept the mystic part of this. Did you notice that they made her darker in it? That her, her hair's down, it's wet... Oh, yeah, yeah. But she's also, they've kind of given her more of a darker tone. She has a helmet. That's <laughs> what it is. Like, the hair as it is, it kind of looks like a helmet. Uh, I saw it as an homage of, of the helmet that, that both Kylo, that literally destroys, and even Vader's. That the wet hair and that, that slick, dark hair was that kind of helmet look that we've seen two Sith wear, or yeah. two dark side Force users. Cause but it's just, it was a darker tone to it. Yeah. Um... I have to be one of the things I had a I had major problem with the first time I saw it was Luke and Kylo and Luke almost succumbing to the dark side to kill him because Luke you could see it a little bit in Kylo's rendition you see it a lot I mean not in, in Kylo Luke's but I, 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 I well, like I like that they did three versions of it. Of the storytelling, well, that's of it. kind of the, the, and you get each side of it. The the question is, who do you believe? Right, but I had the the problem I had is kind of something we've talked about with Luke, you know, for a long time when people said, well, maybe Luke's going to go to the dark side on this, <laughs> you know, Luke uh, can't be the bad guy. Oh, yes, he can. Yeah, well, I mean, they made him to be the bad guy. He, in a way, he's the bad guy, but I mean, out of perception, a certain point of view, um, but. When I first saw it, I was like, well, wait, Luke didn't succumb to the dark side with Vader and the Emperor on the second Death Star. does for a minute. Mm-hmm. When he defeats Vader, he taps well, yes, into that when power. He, yes. But when Luke is here with, you know, and he, he's in Luke's version of it, you know, when he makes that quick decision not to do, to not to do, at first I had a problem with it. Because of him not doing it? Of him, no. Of, of him even thinking about doing it. Oh, I had no problem. Because he's at a point as a Jedi Master where, you know, he's gone through training. You know, he, he's, he's gone he's through a self... Ex- and yet, but that's what a, you know, when I first it was like, that's so out of character for him. But... I think especially if you think about it after Yoda's conversation. The second time I watched it... You know, like I said, you know, the first time you know, first time I go into these movies and stuff, you know, you you have a lot of expectations. You don't have a lot of, you know, of what you'd like. You know how you perceive characters to be, things like that. And you're also looking at, oh look, there's that Easter egg or this, that, and the other. And all this is happening. It's all these flashing and stuff. Great. You know, there's so much going on that you works. really can't take in the whole movie. That's why. That's why most of the time with a lot of these movies, I'll go back and see it a second yeah. time within days. <coughs> because the second time I can just sit there and I don't have to have any expectations, I don't have to have any disappointments, I can just sit there and watch the movie and start to deconstruct it. See, I did that immediately. And that was, for me... I and that's because lo- you're Superman and, you know, we all no, bow to you. It's not that at all. <laughs> it's just, when I walked out of Rogue One, it was awesome. Yeah. And I loved it. And I wanted to see it again because it was so cool. I walked out of. The, I've been thinking about this film for more than twenty four hours. All oh, yesterday, non-stop. yesterday, Beth, when we were because Beth and I took Arabella to Universal, and 
she knew that she knew that when you got out of the movie, there'd be a long discussion, and she was dreading that because she didn't want to take away from it. But my feelings about the movie and where I was with it and trying to, as just as Luke, trying to succumb to what he's supposed to be in that moment, I was having troubles. I mean, it wasn't just it wasn't just with you and I liked that I didn't like Luke, but I bought who he was. What I what I didn't want was like I said, my fear after TFA was that I wasn't gonna take whatever reason they gave you for him running away was not going to be believable enough for me to accept it for what I wanted Luke to be. They hammer home who he is so quickly that I'm perfectly fine with the fact that, you know what? I don't like Luke in this. He's my favorite character and the but hero's see, journey is amazing and all of that. The saber igniting is his fallibility. No, no matter I how far he gets, he has the possibility of failing for a second. And much like you can look at him as failing as he doesn't he doesn't address what he sees in Ben. Ben fails because he doesn't give Luke a chance either. Right. Because in his version, and I'm I'm going to take the belief that Luke's version is the truth. That he, Kyle, Kyle Ben, whatever, sees him with the saber ignited mm-hmm. and sees him not ignite the saber. Or de-ignite it, whatever. Close it down. And then he grabs it and is like, I gotta, I gotta finish this. In that moment, Ben has a, a split second choice too mm-hmm. of asking, what the hell is going on? And that where that can start that conversation, and instead of that conversation, Ben overreacts as well as Luke does. And there's Ben's just saying, yeah, they that's the end of it. Well, as he said, you know, the master, you know, let down the apprentice, and that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, one of the th- like I said, I I was having you know, I really think one reason I had such a problem with this movie the first time I see it is because of. How I was feeling about Luke. Oh, yeah. And it's the exact same reason I should have been feeling this. Because it was exactly what Luke had said about himself. How he had been put up onto this pedestal. And that's what I, you know, Luke is, you know, was my first hero as a kid. It's the first thing I remember as somebody, you know, as a, as a hero. It was before, you know, And I'll say my reaction to that being opposite surprise the hell out of me because as someone where i'm like i want the heroes to be heroes and the bad guys to be bad guys and and as i, I was when we saw the end of tfa and i'm just like i really hope they don't just save kylo yeah you know just do the same thing with vader and give him oh he's got reasons and it's okay or anything so i knew they went past the point because he killed his dad Anakin killed children. <laughs> no, I know that, but, but and he didn't when when they wrote the original. So yes, yeah, saving him, saving him in the the original trilogy before the prequels were written right. was very different. But you're also talking, uh, uh, Luke was Vader's son. It was Anakin's yeah. son. Luke tried to save his son. In this one, the father tried to save the son. Excuse me. Don't Luke tried to save his father. Yeah. The in 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 TFA. Han tried to save his son. Yeah, it's the fits. same. It's it's the same scenario. Just you know, the dichotomy the flipped, and he fits. right. If Luke would have killed Vader, he would have become Vader. He would you right. know, because he's killing a part of himself. As Luke says, 
I will, if you kill me out of anger, I will always be with you, like your father. You can't come back from something like that. Killing kids, yes, that's bad. It's very Killing bad. Killing kids is okay. It's very bad. But it's, it's not the, it's as It's the bad. worst decision he ever made. Yes. But it's not More as so bad than as everything killing... in Phantom Menace. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is killing your killing no, I know what your you're father saying. or your mother or something like yeah, that's killing part side. of yourself. But remember, Kylo doesn't kill Leia. No, I know. And that's where I'm like, oh man. No, I, and that's where he didn't, but he did because he led the other Tie Fighters right. to it. But he's so. still sort of like, oh crap. He had a moment of hesitation. Yes. And and when you see his thumb, because I thought because when we first saw the trailer, and I, that's yeah. why I kept saying is. That trailer, they kept saying, gave away too much. I kept saying, no, it's got to be a swerve. Well, you knew you had both choices. And right. I said, if he does it, then the trailer sucks. If he right. doesn't do it, then you're like, okay. When he doesn't do it, the only reason that moment's there is to give the audience a chance to buy the fact that Ray turns him to the light side. Because sure. Because at the very least, he did... You know, but here's Luke's thing. He's like, you didn't, kill, you didn't kill me on Bespin. You're not going to kill me now. Here's another thing is, what if that was Snoke? planning to doubt in him so that way that Ray wouldn't... It's basically what he says. I know. The connection's there. He knows everything that Kylo's thinking at the time and that's what Kylo and figures out And he enhances it so it. that... Yeah. No, I... I... I love... <laughs> I loved Luke so much in the EU when he becomes that super master and he does everything mm-hmm. right. He becomes Superman. And I loved that character. And maybe because I got that character there I was much more accepting of not getting that character in this because it's so different. It's dark. You read oh, yeah. the EU until you get to the Yuuzhan Vong War. Everything's kind of fine, right? This is not too bad. And then you get to Yuuzhan Vong War, and people start dying. And then you get to Fate of the Jedi or whatever, or, or Legacy, mm-hmm. and Jason turns to the dark side, and Jaina has to kill him after she learns how to do it from Boba Fett. You're like, okay, this is a different path, and that's what this is. As soon as Han dies in the first one, when we were arguing about Rogue One as to what it would be, and and, and saying it can be a dark film because they've already gone there. Right. They're already there. There's a reason these are PG-13. There's oh, yeah. some really crazy stuff in this, and there's really thematic stuff. As I said, I, I'm not surprised Bella fell asleep, because I could totally see this film not being really great to someone who even liked TFA for all of its boom, 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 let's just keep going in a quarter of a line. This movie's not going to be fantastic. Yeah. Here's one of the things that I looked at, because this movie is very derisive. I also online. wanted more R2. I liked the scene with Luke and R2. And Luke, I, I totally agree with you with there. R2, the, the the original droids, even with 3PO's role, yeah. the original droids are incredibly underused. And it's much like the prequels that had that seemed to have no idea what to do with the droids. Right. Lucas just forgot how to do droids in right. the prequels. TFA decides to use BB-8 instead of R2 for whatever reasons. Obviously, they wanted something that would probably move a little different, had to be new, whatever. That's something new. Yeah. Well, this, cause this film, remember, there were, besides R2, there are no astrovecs. Yeah. And then you see a bunch of them in TFA. Yeah, you see three BB units? No, you see more than that. Is it, is it three? I know you see the blue one. You see at least three point. or four besides BB-8 in the, in the resistance. resistance. Okay. And then you see one or two in... And again, I think that's moving forward in marketing. Sure. Okay. But yeah, I was, I was disappointed... I was disappointed in the lack of R2. I feel bad for Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. Flies Ray out to this planet, sees Luke, and then gets banished back to the ship for all intents yeah. and purposes. That kind of sucked. He's Where just he, sitting there. I love the fact that he's eating the pork. Oh my god, that was great. It was almost like they gave the people who hated the porks to start with something. Yeah. 
And then later they give you all the people that are like, oh, the porgs are kind of cute and fun there. And the way that they just to be the point where they start to be annoying. And that's the best part. They're annoying because that's what they're supposed to be. Yeah. They're, they're, the, they're the sort of the they're, Ewoks to chew Well, no, they're, they're, they're seagulls. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're, they're puffins. And the reason they're in the film is because shooting on the isle in, in Ireland, there's puffins that live on that yeah. isle. And so Ryan Johnson's like, why don't we use this as, yeah. as this idea? Um, the caretaker thing was weird. They're in See, it for half a second. Yes, and they're, they're like in a bunch of the. the but don't the they kind of? Don't they kind of look like the description of the characters in Legend of Luke Skywalker? Maybe I don't remember. Uh, because I couldn't help remember. Uh, well, I that, kept looking at him as as Station from Bill and Ted yes. Go to Hell. But you remember in when the first game on, I'm like Station. The beginning of that story is them talking about how. There really is no, you know, letting go of the force, letting go of the waves. Yeah. That the you tide. Have, the tide. You have no you, control the, the, the over it. The force anything. is the tide. And it's so that when I read that story, I was like, this explains what Luke. This explains where Luke is with that, with in what I think he's going to be for this movie. And in a way, it was. And then he uses that giant uh, fishing thing, yeah. which is straight out of that story. The look on his face was awesome. He just kind of looked at Well, did you hear she screamed? The milk, Be careful. The milking yeah. scene was odd. The milking yeah. scene was really There was odd. a lot of stuff in there that was just really as kind of their little bits and pieces of, of her life with him before she starts training. But the, the R2, the R2 scene with Luke, I, R2, you know, when he tells R2 to watch too. the language, all I can see is I know what R2 is saying. The, well, yeah, it's the, like, the, what the hell? Where have you been? Why have you left me? What the... The, yeah. the reaction... Well, you might as well use it. I only used it like 16 times. Yeah. Uh, his reaction to R2, much more genuine... Not genuine. It's so different than the reaction to Chewie. And yes. part of it is it's tempered by the fact that he immediately realizes the harm. So I, I, I got teared up when R2 and Luke were talking yeah. to him. Yeah, I mean, that's, and that's, you feel for Oh, that, when he played droid. that... Played back That's the, the message. Ba- oh, oh my god. god. Yeah, that was. When they hit that. That is one of, <laughs> that, the, that one of the things that I've seen. seen Carrie the first <laughs> oh, time. Yeah. Uh, one of the things online when someone said TFA is a fan service movie and this is a service to the fans. Yes. Because it's you're, you're moving forward, whatever. The fan service moment was that moment. But it made so much sense. See, I don't more feel than that that was a fan service. Well, no. It's I, a fan, no, what I'm saying. Exactly, what, 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 let me finish. It's a fan service moment, but it makes perfect sense. sense. Yes. Oh yeah, it's not there as fan service, and that's the best thing. They found that that collision of those two pieces. We're using something that harkens back to your interior. Your remember when you saw the hologram? Yeah. But it is exactly what's needed at that moment to jump Luke out of what he's. R two yeah. know exactly. Like you need to come back. This, this to is what R two knows. Luke and Leia and Han, everybody better than they know themselves, and he knew exactly what to do at the right moment. And it almost felt like as soon as that happened, like we don't know what to do with R two anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you don't see him for like the rest of the film, do you? So I don't even remember if you see him again when they're uh, when they're trying to find. You know, he's he's tapped into the Falcon with the uh, when, little light bracelet. When the f- uh, is it the begin? Yeah, is it the beginning? Is it the end? When Chewie sees Leia. Is it when they get back on the Falcon? Yes. Yes. At the end. There's your hug. Uh-huh. That was a hug. <laughs> so in the theater, I'm like, finally! Yeah. I was, 
And I think I know like, I didn't scream what? it, but I, I was. Oh, I was just like fire! Like oh my god! And I want it's, it's still it's one of those pieces. I'm like, I wonder when they shot that. I know. <laughs> was that after TFA? Was it? Was it? And Ryan's like, hold on, I got to do this. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I know. I just. Why are you giving me shade all day? What is wrong with I let you out when I came in? It's just I I, I had I had massive problems with this. I didn't hate like, I didn't hate it. You hated it. No. I'm, I'm, I'm not accepting you saying you're not hating. You won't and let yourself say it because it's Star Wars. Can we not have like another 10 minute discussion no, on that? <laughs> and then the um, banging of the hands. And as and far as the end of it. As far as the end of it. There you go. Look, I, I make fun of it as a Target commercial because it feels like it could be one. But the, the reason the Target commercials like that are because they, they want to, in 20, 30 seconds, make you feel a connection to what you're seeing. And... To me, that last... I'll say that every word in, in that sentence is right, but it's still not what you were feeling for. it. I'm, I'm still... I'm, look, I'm sorry. Look, I'm not going to argue when, about when it. I saw, I'm not going to argue about it. When that little kid started telling the story of Luke Skywalker mm-hmm. in front of... You know, facing down the Empire and yeah. everything like that, I felt like I was visually seeing what I read in The, uh, the Legend of Luke Skywalker. And it was well, how... The book it was exists how for a people, reason. Yeah. And it was how people... Throughout the galaxy, yeah. how Luke has impacted them, and that was the spark of hope well, that Leia would, was talking about. But people had, in in some ways, people like, well, the, the Finn didn't have this, and Ray didn't have. This. It's Luke's movie. Yeah, it's Luke's journey in 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 a bubble, of him coming back. It's him. It it's him getting saved. Yeah, and his pieces of coming back to the galaxy, and what, how how is he going to affect the galaxy? He doesn't affect the galaxy by being a guy with a laser sword standing in front of the First Order. He's the guy who affects the galaxy by having everybody else pick up a laser sword right. and face the First Order. And that's where I think Nine is. I think Nine takes a big time jump. Like, not a hundred years, but to rebuild the Resistance and the First Order. Well, it's an and, easy way of also putting in the crawl. General, yeah, the General, General Organa has passed away. Passed away yeah. And you can use Mark Hamill as, he's, as he is if you want to use him as a Force sure Ghost because he has ghost. those mm-hmm. pieces... Look, you know, and the whatever. other thing about that end scene, that little kid with the with with the broom at the very end is me, you, and every other kid what? Exactly that what first it was. saw Star That's Wars. inspired by Luke Skywalker yeah. before they turn 10 years old and go, the And cool they're just one. showing that there's other Force-sensitive people out there. Yeah. That's all that well, is. No, I, no and that, that was like you know the first day. But, I mean, just that image of him looking up into the sky still and that, that coming, you know, that broom coming up into a position of a light visually i love what ryan johnson does and i i think for a lot of people and a lot of what i'm seeing online is they're calling kathy kennedy and going when are you going to replace ryan johnson with joss whedon to do this new trilogy and people like me are going i've seen a lot of people wanting to call for kathleen kennedy to step down yeah because one film that's still going to make a billion dollars yeah and that it's we talk about vocal minority a lot of people don't go online to say that they love stuff it's the worst rated it, what is it, the worst rated movie in rotten tomatoes within 24 hours or star wars movie it's like it, under it's episode tie, 1 it's tied no episode 2 is the lowest to 57 of fan episode review episode 2 is the lowest episode 2 is the yeah. lowest with 57 yeah we looked it up today what? and this one has 57 as well it has a 93 tomato meter but yeah see the critics love this film because as a film i think it's it's still strong and is where it moves the it franchise. It has its weaknesses, but all Star Wars films have their weaknesses. 
all Star Wars forms have their weaknesses, and everyone forgives the first two. It forgives <laughs> four and five. I, for, I, I, I have no problem with Jedi at all. I, I don't either. I've I mean, never had a problem with Jedi. I understand. I understand Jedi. I understand the prequels. They're not great films. I'm fine with Jedi because Jedi has my favorite moment. Yeah. Because it has my two favorite moments, really. It has Vader throwing him in the pit and has Luke throwing the lightsaber away. Yeah. Those are the two greatest moments in the entire franchise. Part of the problem with it is you have almost 40 minutes to rescue Han. Like, this has nothing to do with the story. Right. But again, that's what you got in Empire. Hoth only exists to get to get them off the planet for some reason. The beginning of the beginning of Hoth is just basically <laughs> this is what the rebels are doing day to day. They run out on the Tauntaun. Oh, he gets captured. Uh, okay, we got to go. What why does Hoth exist? Hoth exists because Ben has to find some place to tell him to go to Dagobah to start going. It's three films all packed into one film. That's what Empire is. So it is kind of all over the place. So it kind of felt the same way here. I was actually happy with the idea that when they go to, to knock out the Tracer, it doesn't work. Yeah. Like you've gone through all well, this, and I'm like, I was fine with it because, again, it, it starts to think, if, you, if you're taking it as themes of failure, it's they don't always do exactly what they, they set out to do. Everything works in TFA. The only sure. thing that goes wrong in TFA is that Han gets a lightsaber through his heart. But everything else pretty much works out fine. Everybody right. gets to be together. Unless you're well, living on Hosnia Prime. Well, yeah, no, but what, that's what I'm saying, though. The heroes that you're that you're following, sure. everything they set out to do, they do. Finn doesn't run away. Ray gets to bang off on Kylo with a lightsaber. Uh, Finn isn't dead, <coughs> even though Kylo had the chance to cut him in half, and he just scrapes him, I guess. I don't know. Lightsabers don't really do enough to any of the people you actually like. Because they all get hit by lightsabers and none of them die. Yeah, I mean, Finn got hit in the back. Finn gets hit in the back. Kylo gets gets with a mark here. He puts it in Finn, too. So Finn has a lightsaber. He has the hilt in the shoulder. Right. He gets stabbed in the back. Uh, Ray hits Kylo three times. In the leg, in the arm, and in the face. Which got changed. Yeah, it got changed. But Brian Johnson said that he was changing that. And if you notice, it it comes down to his shoulder. Yeah. Um, But no, Finn got him one time. Maybe it's Finn that gets it. Yeah, Finn got him. I think Finn got him in the shoulder. Yeah. One way or the other. He gets hit like three times. Yeah. Like when when Luke hits Vader in Bespin. Well, don't, don't forget, he also got shot by Chewie. Well, yeah. But no, what, that's what I'm saying is he takes all these, these... But I'm talking about the lightsaber itself. Oh, yeah. The lightsaber itself, it's like... It can cut through anything except main characters. So <laughs> Luke has it, it, or, or their hands at least. So he Luke has an investment. He hits him on the shoulder. Like, why doesn't Luke just keep going? Right. He should be able to cut through him. <laughs> um, the the Batorian guards. Yeah, there looked like Ray hit one in like on a gauntlet. Yep, the gauntlets and, are and it stopped it because remember he has the force whip around his gauntlet when he's yeah. pulling her close. Oh, yeah, yeah. The gauntlets, are, the gauntlets are whether it's. It's not the traditional Cortis metal from the, the EU because it actually right. shorts out the lightsaber, but it is something that can that a, a lightsaber won't penetrate. It's sort of like the Magna Except guards. for the mask. Yeah. Because the mask apparently... Well, can't. that's the thing. It, lo- it looks like it's just there. On the, the mask, it goes Yeah, on the gauntlets. That they would use the gauntlets, Wonder Woman style, to block. Mm-hmm. So you right. could block with one hand as a blocker. It's almost like having, uh, let's say, the Riot Trooper's shield as an energy shield that right. could stop him. So if he had the energy shield... And just like his baton, the Riot Trooper's baton can stop a lightsaber because it's electrically charged. This armor that's on their gauntlet can stop the saber or whatever. When we get the visual dictionary for Christmas, we'll find mm. out. Uh, I, I was looking through it a little bit of it. I haven't touched it. I, I, I was looking through it yesterday because I, you know, since it was in between the two movies. 
or in seeing it. Um, oh, it looks like there were some scenes that would have been cut out. There's probably a lot of stuff that cut out. Yeah. It's two hours and 40 minutes already. Can't yeah. imagine what else he has. So, reading a comment, I thought it was interesting that I think uh, in the comment it says, I think the reason why this movie has such mixed reviews is because the ending of this movie, there's no triumph, yeah, but there's no tragedy either. Well, so it does. It doesn't seem well, like Luke, anything. That's a tragedy, dies, but, but it's Luke. not a tragedy. No, but he, Luke, that's, that's the way that it. The, the Ray sets it up as it hurt when he. No, it. But it's, it was a bittersweet. But it, it, it wasn't. It hurt hard. me, but I understood. And the I, way and it felt. It was peaceful when he went. Again, now that that you see what it was, he pretty much did what Ben did. He yeah. put himself into the force. Yeah. Well, no, and he, he, he feels fine. Well, Yoda no, 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 he gives, he uses, he, he, he dies in service of, of yes. saving oh, them yes. or whatever. Um, and also knowing that, especially with real life circumstances of him still being alive, Mark Hamill being alive and Carrie Fisher, unfortunately not. Right. He's going to be in nine. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you set him up that way. Um, and just the way that he, he kind of smiles at the end is he's sitting on the rock and lets himself kind of go. Has a tattooing moment. Yeah. Um, and Which I thought that was cool too. Yeah. I, it was, again, the, the, the fan service homage kind of pieces that are there felt so beautiful and wonderful and full of heart and love. But see, it, to me, it came out of the double vision of him, of his exertion. Was it exertion? Exhaustion. Yeah. Exertion is fine. Exertion. Yeah. Either way. But that's where he exerted himself to exhaustion. Right, exerted himself to death. Right, knowing that he had, and the way that Ray kind of describes it, the way I think they set up the film is, he's he's finally at peace. Yes, he's done exactly what he needed to do. He saved the resistance Mm -hmm. as it existed by distracting. But yeah, because that's the last thing he could give when he apologizes to Leia, because he owes her a huge apology because I ran away, I failed your son. I wasn't failed there when Han died, and I failed you, and I ran away, and I can do this one last thing, and I can write this. It's Vader. Oh, he yeah. He does one thing right in this film. I mean, yeah. yes, he trains Ray and everything, but I'm saying in terms of his actions, in terms of the mm-hmm. galaxy as a whole, he does one thing right. Yeah. And it's perfectly right, and it looks great, and it boom, and let's go, and... Honestly, when I saw him shaven and with a different thing, I thought it was like, well, they're just going to make another action figure. That's the only reason they changed <laughs> I, him. You know what? <laughs> and that's why I bought it. I was like, of course they're going to change him. Why do we have another trooper in this? Why do we have an executioner I, trooper? I, I, we have an executioner trooper because there's a cool-looking Black Series figure with that character on it. Uh, when, when he was standing out And there, now you get you get Force Apparition Luke, and you're going to get... You're gonna get uh, for, you're gonna get hard apparition Luke, and you're gonna get Force Ghost Luke now. Yay! We get all these. Pieces. And you're gonna get Force Ghost Yoda. You could have gotten Force Ghost Yoda before anyway, mm, yeah. but we didn't have one. I know, but I'm. We, just, well, no, you have. There was a three and three quarter six one, six not six a six. Eight. Eight. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. You, you, you always had the right to make a Force Ghost. Oh, Yoda. sure, yes. sure. Just like, I'm surprised there isn't a Force Ghost Anakin. Yeah, Hayden Christensen. You already have the mold. You made the Episode Two figure. Yeah. Um. No, well, I, hell, how they're, long is this show? They're making uh, almost two. <laughs> yeah, but as long as the movie. Yeah, but you guys did the Force Awakens, and it was about two hours. Yeah, right? but there two was nine hours. of us that were true. On that. That's true. Yeah. Um, it's Bashan and Shauna and Travis and all the people that don't talk to us anymore. 
Travis really wanted to be on this one to discuss oh, it. But... He always says that he really wants to be on the show. <laughs> oh, I'll believe that. it when I see it. That's that's okay. Yeah. So Travis, who loved Force Awakens the first time he saw it, and then I think I feel like he he hasn't reacted well to that movie since. Am I wrong? Um, I don't remember. Not wh- I feel okay. like he bought into the rehash of TFA. So, um, Ethan, can you do me a favor? You were in my glasses. Do you want me to read? Old man. No, no, because it, it skips. You know, I want to skip some of the things I said because <laughs> no, I rehashed okay. it. And you know what? Honestly, there's a lot of this movie that, like I said, I don't, I didn't like. But coming to terms with what and realizing I, my anger was misplaced, I guess. I like the movie more than the sum of its parts, which is weird. And that's what I'm saying. The mythology for it and the pieces of it, I really liked. But I can see why people didn't like it in terms of it being a film. Yeah. I think a lot of the... I'm going to sound like a jackass. I don't mean to. But I think a lot of the criticism in terms of it not being Star Wars is misplaced because you're holding on to something that it's 40 years old it's not going to be the same right it's it's jj abrams star trek and everyone going well it's not star trek because it's not the it's not next year and i think there's some and it's not whatever oh i think there's a lot of it with uh, the the general sort of sense of that and i mean me personally especially with luke yeah oh so no doubt about no i understand how you feel but it's enough that i'm still going to yell at you for it just as you would with me uh and some look, some of it's for the show. There's sure, no, I know. It's, it's more exciting when we yell at each other. Right? Um, I think that this this is a, a greater problem with pop culture fandom. It's huge in comics. Yeah, it's fandom. We want something different. We want something different. They give you something different. We just want the same thing. Why didn't you do it? It's the prequels. Right. We want something different. We want something different. We're doing the prequels. He gave you something different. I don't like this. Why is Why didn't you just make the same three films? TFA. You just we, when they first see it, we really like it. It's different. Two days later, everyone's like, "Well, it's just the same film." No, yeah. I don't like it. It's like, what? What do you want? What? Do, what are you? What are you doing? And if you divorce yourself from that kind, of, TFA, I'm fine with, even though it's the rehash, because I know why JJ I made it. I know why Lucasfilm made it. I know why Kathy Kennedy made it. It had to be safe. If right. this is the first film, Lucasfilm or Disney's going, what did we just pay for? Yeah. Because holy crap, people are really angry. Does this film make you? Does this does, does your reaction to this film make you happy that JJ's doing three, or upset that JJ's doing three? No. Um, it's funny. It's because I presented to somebody, and I don't want to say the name or anything. I said, you know, Ethan. I no no no. I never. I thought. I said to him. I said, you know, I never thought I'd be happy to have jj coming back to direct the film <laughs> and he said yeah that's like saying you're happy that hitler's not in power but hey you know what mussolini's still here and i was like yeah that's a good reference because <laughs> i was disappointed in the choice of jj and i'm still disappointed in the choice of jj oh, I'm disappointed because i'm very af- afraid of the wrong word i'm very nervous trepidation yeah. of what nine's gonna be especially like if colin trevor abroad I would have liked to have seen if Colin Trevorrow brought. Trevorrow. I would have liked to have seen if if they weren't going to go with Ryan Johnson, and we now know why. And, and I was okay with them not going with Ryan Johnson even from the start because I wanted three different directors. I would have loved to have seen them continue to go with somebody that maybe would have been a little off the the, the table. Do you think that? Do you think that 
the fan reaction to this film is making Disney kind of regret making an announcement of having Ryan Johnson my, in the trilogy. My joke to Ricky when we were talking about the, the negative fan reaction to it and, and Ricky or Richard or whatever, he's the one I've quoted him on the show a thousand times. He's sure. the one that says no one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. And when he we were talking about the negative reaction and he was kind of surprised by it. And this is where a lot of this conversation came through of going, it's people holding on to I want Star Wars to be to fit these four blocks, to fit these four pieces, the dear JJ. It's gotta be a Western, right. it's gotta right, be right, this, right. it's gotta have this. No one doesn't. Those when you're holding on to that, then something new scares the hell out of you. And my joke to him was, when does, after the reaction, when does Kathy Kennedy announce that Joss Whedon is doing the new trilogy instead <laughs> of Ryan Johnson? Right. Because, I mean, firing people doesn't seem to be a problem for Lucasfilm. Right. They, but... And he always, and Joss Whedon seems to be brought in. To yeah. <laughs> so, but their reaction leading up to this film, how much they enjoyed working with Ryan. Yeah. And what he brings to the table... And it's it's kind of funny is, is rereading, and, and finishing the the art of Rogue One, which is basically the making of Rogue One to a certain degree. It's the Disneyfied making of because they don't give you any controversy. Sure, Gareth Edwards was on that film day two. As soon as they hired him, he went in. Oh and yeah. he rewrote the script and he was in the visual department. Uh, Doug Chang and Neil. Oh crap! I can't remember that the assistant director, basically the creative director in in england right and the create well the, the you know production designer or whatever uh the head of the art department in each one both of them in their forwards are like gareth was there every day yeah and doug chang says i could not believe how gareth kept everything straight as he's looking at thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands <laughs> of designs that would inform story that would inform character that would inform very specific shots and the way that he sets up his storyboards are hero shots he doesn't right. do Here's the spaceship here. Here's the spaceship here. Here's the only... There's two storyboards for Krennic landing on, on Lemieux in the beginning. It's the asteroid field and it's the black sand because that's where they were shooting. I think Lucasfilm really likes the way that Ryan develops this sort of world and mythology. Right. And with a all but blank canvas, he still has to make it star wars E. you know he's not going to set it on earth and it's yeah. not going to be you know capes or whatever well I mean, cool people have capes but whatever Lando um, cape. yeah this is, as soon as i said it, i was like i'm thinking more of like even though it's this is very like superhero-ish sort of thing can the best game um i'm excited to see what he does on his own yeah. and free of the expectations of what luke skywalker princess leia ray finn kylo and snoke should be yeah what's well, funny is nobody um one of the things that people were saying is what George Lucas's reaction to it, to this film. George Lucas is still counting four billion dollars. Well, George, because when when George <laughs> one, Lucas two when George Lucas saw Rogue One, his comment was, "They did things in this movie I wish I could have done and would have done when I when I was making them." And with this, with Last Jedi, he said, "It's very beautiful, and everybody worked really hard on it." Which is not a well. It's the same thing. Terse. Well, yeah. he he put he told Lucasfilm what he would have done if he would have made right seven eight nine, and Lucasfilm said that's great. That's not what we're doing. Right. That wasn't what Kathy wanted to do. And let's remember, this is Kathy is is in charge. 
the caveat of selling to Disney was that Kathy's in charge of LFL. Sure. He still trusts her to make a film. It may not be his. It, it's it's again as a fan now, and especially when we're we're immersed in this culture, we bring so much of our expectations. We bring so much of our stories. Part of why I think I like this film a little bit more than I probably should have is a lot of stuff that happens in it, especially with a Jedi. That in my head and the little stories that I make in my head as I'm driving or whatever. Yeah, I, I did that. I had that kind of Jedi that stood up in front of a whole bunch of walkers and just knocked them over, even yeah. though I didn't like that. Well, it's a Star Killer <laughs> thing calling it a thing. Right, but it, it's it's there were pieces in it. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of I kind of something way, like that. In a way, that's one reason why you can't actually have Luke there because Luke says it. the 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 myth, the legend becomes so much greater than the actual story and the person you he they stopped, became deities he by being a entity that could survive that laser barrage right he stops everything they right. stop advancing because he knows that <coughs> kylo's gonna go nuts and go i have to get down there i'm gonna face him alone it's gonna be the, wait here nothing's gonna go wrong i'm gonna kill him and then you're gonna advance on the base right and he can't do it and as soon as he's done, he's like, now we have to get in the base and they're all gone. Yeah. What did Travis say? Okay. Let's do that because we got <laughs> Holy so, balls, is it late. So, Travis, but actually, I really, really liked it. There, of course, are things so I, could, I could nitpick about, but overall, I loved it. I cried so much after Luke, rele- well, after Luke released himself to the Force. But there are problems. I like the way he put that. Released himself to the Force. Yeah. Uh, there are problems I had, honest, but honestly, there was so much more to love. Um, let's see, I, I put some things down. Interesting, interesting Snoke was, uh, was such a big, bad, terrible, amazing, evil presence that turned out to be a big, fat nothing. That was super disappointing. Love that Finn has an arc that's getting a resolution and a peak. It's coming into, it's coming into his own for him. Wasn't much for pro, uh, wasn't much for progress for progressing the overall movie sto- story, but was really cool for his character. Phasma is a hundred percent Boba Fett, hundred percent. It, it's an ongoing joke. She's just like him. Looks cooler than anything. Does absolutely nothing. Hyper and then I you know I'd made a comment about the hyperspace jumping being, um, so fast. You know that you know. I still think that in the Leia book they mention that crate is closer to the to the core, but in Wikipedia, throw the details out. Right. So he says hyperspace jumping depends on how far they're going. I don't know how far apart the worlds were, and without knowing that, I can't really make much of a comment. I know that hyperspace takes a while, but if you're going between two worlds in a planetary core, it's not going to take as long as if you're in the outer rim. So you could have a point there. Uh, and then Snoke turned out to be. Disappointing, cool death with Kylo, cool scene, but was too soon. He was deflated as a bad guy with a death so early in the series. Darth Maul. But Darth Maul ended up coming back. Matter of fact... Not in the movies, though. Not in the movies. Matter of fact, when he was cut in half, I was like, well, we've seen this before. Is he going to come back? Especially because if you look at him... I said... If you look at him, he looks like he's already been put back together a couple times. I made the joke... Uh, so does this confirm our theory that Darth Maul is Snoke? Because they both got caught in half. But it was cool. That, I mean, not only did he get cut in half, he got his hand cut off. 
Yeah. There's a lot of dismembering in this because you know there's no dismembering in yeah that Force Awakens. If there's one rule for Star Wars, there has to be just dis- well, you dismembered Han's heart. Well, cut it in half. <laughs> Broke Leia's heart. Um, yeah. So, Mikey, then you've been quiet for a little bit. Ethan, do you? Ethan, what's your? Criticism? I think Ethan's asleep. No, yeah. you were interested in what Ethan was. I don't think Ethan's interested in what he thinks anymore. What do, what do you think? What did you think about it as a novice? Your eyes are like bloodshot. I'm tired. I've been up since like seven thirty this morning. Why? Because I had a doctor's appointment, uh, so I started to get in. You really had a chiropractor appointment. That's a doctor appointment. Yeah, I think so. they're still I've been doctors. Up since six, so it's not like getting a finger up your ass. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what kind of doctors you go to. That'd be a proctologist. Okay. So, or a sex worker. <laughs> he pays for both. <coughs> one is more expensive than the other. The joke is, which, which one, one is it? <laughs> so, either what what is your uh, opinion of this? Because I know you walked out not feeling too excited. Uh, I still stand by the fact that what I said to you earlier was I walked out of The Force Awakens ready to see it again. And I walked out of this with the thought of i can wait till it comes out on dvd to see it again yeah beth kind of said the same thing she said it was she said it was a movie for hipsters yeah uh, I, i've seen some of those and you said i hate that like i, I, I said it's a definitely a millennial film it's not a millennial film it's a generational film it's yeah, it's, well, it's, it's again we've we have to put those pieces on it's not just millennials who are disappointed in what the people above them have done right you know we've, we've put that millennial thing on it and we use it again as a derisive term the the term of a younger generation being very upset as a culture with the generation before them right is something we are dealing with as a society and one of the things that i liked with new force power is new this is also like technologists kids are doing things teenagers are doing things that their parents and their grandparents never had a chance to do at all sure because of the advancements in in communication, technology, outreach, uh, information dissemination and stuff, what you can do now when you're young and you're energized and you have a you have a motivation and an, an agenda and these are for good or bad is so much different than what you could have done 30 years ago. Yeah. And so Ray and Kylo's journey in terms of what they can do with new things that we've seen, being able to see each other and talk to each other over light years. Being able to be so powerful and and with their force powers, with their 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 fighting skills, with who they are and what they can do is so different than what Luke and Vader and all that. And then when you take the technology part into it, it's also in the real life of what Lucas could do in right. 1977 and 81 and 83, and what he could do in 2000 or 1999 and 2003 and 2005 right. or whatever, 2002, 2005, whatever it is. And what they can do now. No, and, I, and, and so your story, in a way, you have the saber cut in half and it explodes because we can do that now. Yeah. We couldn't do that 40 years ago. It would have looked so hokey that, you know, he didn't do it. What's, what, what special editions are, well, I couldn't do all the canteen aliens, so now I can. So here's 40 more aliens that don't really matter. But I can do it, <laughs> so it looks cool. Hey, we got stories for them. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. It just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Um, no, definitely if, if you dislike, hate this movie, or strongly oppose it, I definitely recommend seeing it again. Because 
But there's some hate for this film. Like, you, like real hate. Yeah, I know. Like you to the 10th degree yeah. of this is the worst thing. Like it's a I gigantic said, turd. Walking and some of that is, I think, that, that backlash of Star Wars being such a cultural phenomenon is people just want to hate whatever comes out of it. But see, this I, is, but this I, is their, oh my God, I'm right. See, these movies are so but stupid. But see, I've never been like that. And no, I'm not talking about you. It, I'm but, saying this. The, some of the, the comments that I'm seeing, it definitely comes from a point of I've never really liked Star Wars. Right. And I can't wait to tell people... Look, I'm right because this movie is a piece of crap, and I'm telling you that all the movies are pieces of crap. Right. Which but see, you I have that with episode I one did, and two, anyway. I didn't. I didn't even feel that walking out of the theater from episodes one, two, or three. And I think that I didn't know what I was feeling. I, I, I still don't think I knew what I was feeling walking out of this movie the first time, because I walked out of it and I was just kind of out of it. You know, I I, I wasn't. I didn't know how I felt, and I I there was a lot of rage, and part of it was for the same reasons you and I had very different reactions because we didn't get what we thought we were going to get. Right, Shauna's yeah. Shauna's comment online was sort of the same thing. She's like, "I expected this big epic movie, and I don't think I got it." And for me, I got a big epic movie because it changed so much of the mythology and the force and these characters in very small and subtle and big ways that, that really kind of meld in this kind of weird puzzle that maybe doesn't exactly fit. But the image that you get once it comes together to me is awesome. The other thing is that even though, yes, you'll see Luke probably is a force ghost. This was the end of his journey. If Gary Fisher was alive, I don't think he'd be in nine. No, I because don't think I, so. I really believe at this point now when they set out to do seven, and when you have three characters in three films, that right. first triumphant, they're saying we're gonna we're gonna kill Han in the first one, we're gonna kill Luke in the second one. We're I, kill. I don't I don't think that he would have been. But and, I, and one of the things that I said that for was thinking that they would in a few years do another trilogy with with Ray and Finn and Poe, and with Daisy Ridley basically saying after nine, I don't really need to do this anytime soon if I right. ever want to do it again. Now I'm not so sure they would ever do that. And so maybe keeping Luke as a horse, I don't know. It's it's there's a lot of different things in terms of the future, and it's hard to kind of try and dissect it when I'm one of those people that says let's just wait and see what JJ does in two years. Yeah, but for forty, see, for forty years though, Luke had a journey that could continue. Yeah. This one was his end, and. So I still don't think we're part really, of me because he's because he's a force user. There never is that journey that ends. Well, he says the he, he Luke tells you throughout this movie he's going to die. Yeah, he tells you people are not all you know. All there's always a part of them left that stays behind. You know when when they're when they're gone. You know he tells you he. he well, that's what he says to Leia for Han. Right, but he's also saying it to, about himself. Yeah, no, I know. And he's telling that to the audience. And the first time I saw this, I didn't get that. I just got, this isn't how I wanted Luke to go. This isn't how I this expected This isn't going to go Luke the way you think. I know. And yes. And so many of the lines in the trailer are almost a warning. Yes, I know. Because he says, you know, let the past die. The, the, the Kylo line of let the past die, mm-hmm. kill it if you have to, is in the trailer. And this isn't going to go. It, it Now, I look back at those trailers going, there's kind of a genius to these trailers in yeah. a certain way. Almost an unexpected genius of Rogue One by putting in so many shots that you didn't know. So you're at the end going, 
No, there's more, right? No, oh, they're really dead? Yeah. Where the hell are all those shots? Here, it was almost, he's telling you from the start, and they kind of, Ryan Johnson said in all his tweets, get ready to be a very different Star Wars film. Yes. You know, and, and I think I really bought into that going in, going, this is going to be different. Hopefully, it's not going to be so crazy different. Right. And that's the reaction to some of the people that hate it. That is, oh, it's so crazy different. This isn't Star Wars. I think it's very steeped in Star Wars because if you're an EU fan, you saw those changes that oh, they yeah. did. The way that they they redefine the Force every couple of years in terms of it. When you got Dark Empire 2 and you had you had the Emperor Sith Adepts manipulating the Force through certain hand movements, which I hated. Yeah. Because And then later kind of thinking of, oh, they're just not as good, and so that's what they have to use, where Vader doesn't. You know, Vader can What's choke people across the... What's the Harry Potter thing the, of, you know, yeah. good wizards don't have to say the spell when they're yeah. doing the wand. I mean, excuse me. Yeah, here. And what 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 beginners you can have to use say the, the yeah what you can use as the force physically versus how strong Vader was and the fact that he could choke Captain Nita on a different you know on a different ship or whatever, and then we see Snoke being able to physically move Hux all over the bridge from right. God knows wherever he is. So it, there's just different pieces and, and stuff that makes you kind of go, wow, this is new, this is well, different, so, well, this even, is crazy. Even hopefully it sticks on like the super running from episode one, which they just threw out immediately. Yeah, that would have been great if Kenobi could have figured that out. Hey, I did that on the ship. I should be able to run down this thing in Naboo. No, oh, I'm just supposed to run at regular speed. That's the problem I have. That inconsistency within a single film, in which in the beginning when they're on the, the, the droid ship, he can move like the Flash, and when they're in the Naboo hangar, he can't. Yeah, that's that's when I when when because. We were talking about this in terms of what the Force can do and what the Force can't do and the inconsistencies of it. The inconsistencies to me is you have a very specific character doing a very specific thing. And when it's handy, an hour and a half later in the movie, it doesn't happen. Right. My inconsistencies with Clone Wars in terms of how powerful Anakin is, that he can manipulate the Force in very tiny ways and very big ways. But the, the one where he's on the train and the guy puts a blaster up to this girl's head... How does he not just pull the blaster with the force out of his hand, or even just disassemble the yeah, blaster? Yeah, he with just the drops. Force. He drops his saber like nope, can't do anything. Yeah, and that that's where my problem with the inconsistency was: a specific character that can do something that then can't do something, and there's no explanation for right. it. If if you would have, you could make the argument that. Ben Kenobi's been fighting Maul for 15 minutes and he's exhausted and there's no way that he can run like that right. okay but that's not what they give you they show him run and then they show him not run in the same film and yeah. it makes too much sense to not kind of pick that and go come on come yeah. up with something different he needed to be really far away or still hanging on the thing and comes up and that's when the, the doors start to close or whatever yeah alright so closing this out Mikey anything else you want to say about the film uh, what bugged me was when Kylo and Ray had their fight, lightsaber goes, boom, they were concussed, and then the next time you see Ray, she's on the Falcon, just happy-go-lucky shooting ties. That sort of bugged me. Well, they did mention that she took off in I understand snows. that, but it's just like, I don't know, it's a weird feeling of how she just I wish was. we had seen that ship. Yeah landed somewhere or something it didn't or land. be it, a it, part it, of it yeah. probably met she probably sent a message to chewie come back yeah come and get me and doesn't, doesn't and she, she, say and she just dock doesn't she, she say something of that when she gets shot out of yeah chewie? she says uh, uh 
Or no, she tells him to take court. off again. Or she whatever. tells him to be at certain. certain yeah, coordinates. she. Yeah. He he drops her off in that. Yes. Yeah. Fuck uh, the crypt pod. or whatever. Yeah, and then he goes away, and then. Yeah, she tells him to she... jump immediately yeah. right after. Which is fine. And, yeah. But it's the coming back part, and you're like, okay. Yeah. Chris, but that anything? Work. Wrap up. I'm. I can't wait to see it again. And that's what I really, I really hope my baby's not sick to yeah. win Monday so I can go. Ethan? Ethan. <laughs> you gonna make it home? I need to go to bed. You gonna sleep here? You gonna sleep um, on the table? As I said, if you hated it, go see it again. Just to... To not uh, hate it as much. Well, you know, I don't think you will hate it as much. Uh, and just for the record, I know I make fun of the Target, you know, the, the thing at the end. I say it's Target. That's kind of for the show. But I cried like a baby when that little kid. Because you wanted to go to Target so bad. No, when that little kid held the lightsaber, would held the broom up as a lightsaber, because that was me. He's like, damn, I gotta go to Target. Forty years ago. Another six-inch toy figure coming out. And this little kid with. Dude, the, if they do the stable kid, they've run out of ideas. The, they I know did, they've done a lot of. Figures. They did a figure of an alien you don't even see in a movie. But see, well, yeah, because that and was it's really early. And they were warming shelves to this day. So Here, here's the thing about that scene. And I, that, I, I know you. I know you hate me saying it as a parent and everything, but I saw that as me, but I also saw it as Arabella, and how no, Star he Wars. Was, he was silent in that scene, so I, that can't be Arabella. I know, but what I mean is, I know you're making a joke, but what I mean by that is, I have become her Luke in a way through the Star Wars and bringing Star Wars to her. And I've seen myself standing there like that and seen her standing there like that. So, yes, I make fun of that because maybe because it's so emotional to me. It yeah. does It does look like a commercial because I swear I've seen that as a commercial. Yeah. but it, it has I mean, that. I, That's probably where but, my argument is going to fall apart, but it shows up next week as a target and back. And I'm like, well, But crap. I swear I've seen some type of commercial where kids are saying, it this has is that Luke story. Skywalker, but the, blah, the blah, thing blah. is, like, yes, pew, pew. Like, like a... Like a commercial, it has to convey a very specific emotion in a very short amount of right. time. Right. What I would say is, don't because of that cynicism and that that damn thing that I see with people that are so afraid to talk about things that they love. If you love that scene, stop calling it a target commercial, right. and tell people you fucking love that fucking oh, scene. Said, that's what I mean. But that's, I mean, at this point, that's the right, my point no. of saying it is, is don't be afraid of, in a very different way and in a very weird way, I am completely not afraid to sit on this podcast every single week and tell people that I watch the worst show on television. Right. Because I love it. I know I shouldn't. It's a different, but it's a different way of seeing it. I'm not ashamed to love something that, it, it's it's just there for whatever, love something that, that everybody else loves or love something that nobody yeah. else loves. If you love the end of that, and if that that scene redeems the whole film for you, much like the end of Guardians ruins the whole film for me, this scene redeems a lot of the film for you because it is... I'm walking away from it, and some of the, the problem that I have in, in, the, in the, the, the vitriol and the derision that I've seen everywhere is... You went to see a film, and you really wanted just... I want six lightsaber fights, and I want some pew-pew, and I want some explosions. This movie is about the resistance sure. and the rebellion and the force and Luke. And it's the, the, what I had said was Rogue One speak, spoke to me in, in very many ways because it was the guts of the rebellion. Yeah. It was the hard 
the the beats this this disgusting thing that they had to go through and what have you and this was the heart of the resistance everything from what vice admiral holdo does in sacrificing herself in the leadership the, the weird crazy you know rebellion within it yeah and it failing leia coming under the ship and shoots bow you're like wait what yeah and that secrecy within it in almost a way of that like to me harken back to rogue one of not everybody knows what's going sure, on sure sure and that end of it of what everything that they do as they keep getting the, the attrition in this from the very beginning you have this cool action figure of Paige and she dies in five minutes yeah. and you you watching the bombers get knocked and then the medical frigates getting knocked and then the transports getting and it's just boot they keep cutting the pieces off but you can't as much as you cut the skin and the bone the heart is still there and as long as that survives spark there's thing it's all about hope again yeah. it's rogue one's hope it's even tfa's hope the um, hope that uh, what is the hope that she can turn kylo and when she can't what what do we do well it's the hope that luke skywalker shows up in some way yeah. and saves us and in a way doesn't save us in a physical way but saves us in a spiritual way right. as a physical presence that he manipulated it's it's a very <laughs> spiritual film it's very much a it's a it's a condemnation of the religion of right. the force much as we've condemned religion as this dogma these pieces together and that rise of spirituality of whether it's in religion and whether it's your christian spirituality or muslim or jewish spirituality and your faith takes on a very different form the faith in this and, and the way that the spirituality and the the mysticism of the force is very very different than what we got in the prequels and what has been shown as what luke did after episode six right so I took all those pieces again. It's that weird thing that the it's like not all the puzzle pieces are there. The pieces that are in it, the sum of its parts is much greater than its parts to me. Yeah. The sum I love, even though I can pick apart the parts and say, you know what, this isn't the the the, the flip side of episode one. Some of the parts are awesome. The sum doesn't really hold up at all. Right. But there's just such cool pieces here and there. This what'd is the you flip think, side. What did you think about uh, Carrie's daughter, Billy Lord, getting a bigger role? Fine. I thought she did a good job. No, she I, I'll tell you what, though. Everybody did a good Some of the choices they made. The acting, I think, is good. I like Adam Driver, and I really like him in this film. I know people have complained they don't like him and they don't yeah. like Kylo. I love him in this He film. got buff. Like, he, he got jacked. Yeah, that <laughs> scene, again, that scene was sort of like, oh, so this is the Marvel thing where somebody right. has to take his shirt off. Because even she says, like, can't you get a cowl or something? I'm like, no, I'm just going to be ripped right in front of I'll you. I'll tell you what, though. Um, I don't think he got buff. I, I, I held it buff. together with Carrie Fisher for, throughout most of the film. I lost it when I saw her name in the credits at the end. I couldn't stay long enough. I had to pee so bad. I was... It was before they even did the loving memory of our princess Carrie Fisher, mm-hmm. when her name it was Mark. Oh yeah, yeah. And Carrie it's Fisher. about where I was running down the when stairs. Carrie, when it came up, I just I lost it. Her first. It was like to me, this is the last time you will see the her first, name in a credit. The first scene when she first shows up had that kind of yeah. Because mm. even watching TFA on Thursday night, yeah, it kind of caught me. Um. It might be only the second time I've seen it since she's oh, passed man. away, when, too. When R2 showed that... that the R2 man. thing got me, but when Luke is there. That was yeah. that was the moment when I realized yeah. I wasn't the only one. I had... I'll say this. I'm in the theater. I, was, I get to the, the movie theater. Ventura has let all the kids go for the rest of the year. Sure. Because of the, the smoke. So I get to the theater, and there are these damn little kids everywhere. And I'm thinking, I have made a terrible mistake. Okay. 
I get Hi, in. How I does get, it feel I, now? Yeah, <laughs> no, it, sucks. Um, it ends on a positive note. So I get inside. I go up to. I have the seats all the way in the back. Pop up there. I know I've got an extra seat. <laughs> Yay! Uh, and this gentleman walks in with his three kids, and they sit down. They're one seat away from my right. Trivia, you know, the, the stuff that the quick ads are coming up. What's what is why do they keep showing cinema trivia? What is that place? Do you think Kylo's gonna be in this? Do you think that this is? I'm like, oh god, this is gonna be the worst. The you know, it gets lower and they show the oh, oh, and it's more. And I was like, oh man, and you get past the thing, and we have the, the trailers, and then when it gets kind of quiet for the thing, there's something else he says, and I'm like, oh god, he never said a word for the rest of the movie, and neither did anybody else. So to that dad and those three kids. I applaud you. I have to be. I have to say because I, I get pissed off at the ones that talk. They did not say a word for the rest of the film, and I was surprised because they were younger. Oh, yeah, and I'm you, halfway you, through the film going. At people behind us before. Oh yeah, I, I'm, it's halfway through the film. Like kids can't like this. This is weird. This is like there's not enough here for a kid to be like, huh? You yeah. know, like oh, like at least I can watch it and it's pretty and it's like there's a lot of talking. There's a lot of there's a lot of like you know, this. Oh, there's there's Senate hearings in this. They're just different, um, but they were in it the whole thing. And I was like, okay, cool. I, I didn't get stirred. But that's that scene when Luke shows up, when he walks in. I was like, yes. And then when he's when he sits next to Leia, and even though the characters don't have the physical moment, those actors have that physical moment. Cause right. He says he never gets to see Harrison Ford's Han, and Luke doesn't see Han again. Right. And again, I think that that speaks volumes to the fact that part of his his comeuppance is you ran away and Han's dead because of it. And you don't, you don't get that happy ending. Well, that's, that's his Leia. moment. That's his moment on the Falcon. Yeah. Where he realizes that he's done something wrong. Yeah. Really wrong. Um, and that's why but that when he, when he's that. in front of Leia, when yeah. they have that moment together and I, and I was afraid that they were not going to do that because they didn't plan this for this or whatever, that maybe both those characters survive. Right. And because they were like, oh, well, they meet again in nine and they didn't have it, that they had it in there was that was that was the point. And that's where the theater's completely silent all around you. But, you, did, you know, the kids are just like, what? Who cares? Yeah. And adults are like, this is there's something. But that's wrong. how you also knew Luke was that, I, that yeah. was a goodbye. Beginning right. of the film, I thought Luke didn't make it out of the way. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this two-and-a-half-hour Star Wars therapy session. You're going to have to break this in half. Um, break it into fours. If you've made break it through it this... If you, if you made it through this entire episode... You haven't! <laughs> please let us know what you thought of the movie. Uh, please limit the, the spoilers on the Facebook page as much as you can. We don't want to put spoilers up on there. That's why we haven't posted anything about Star Wars yet on the on either of our uh, Facebook pages. But make sure you check us out at facebook.com slash declassified. Or is it Star Wars Declassified? I think it's Star Wars Declassified. You set it up. I know. Uh, but it's uh, facebook.com slash uh, Star Wars Declassified. Also go to <laughs> facebook.com. Go to the Nerdables page and find the link. Also go to facebook.com slash Nerdables and check us out on Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Mikey... Ethan, Chris, I'm already saying may the force be with you. Uh, uh.